0: Good
1: afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show, where we deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the streets. I'm your host, Steve Lucky Luciano, your certified, qualified connect to Southern California. And on my right
0: is Chumahan Bowen, lawyer man, Southern Californian, American Indian, elegant barbarian.
1: <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. M. M. Great. And on my left, on sound, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and, and engineer for the show. Damn it, man!
0: Look at Sean on Here the turntable.
1: Man, there goes that glimmer. Look at, <laughs> Look he's at all that. it up. That's all on it the, takes. Whoo! All right,
2: come uh, on, yeah, Sean. Yeah, come on,
1: we got to start the show. Stop it. Uh, yeah. Put the records away. <laughs> come on, stop it now. Stop with the scratching. Thank you. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day out here in Costa Mesa. Um, and gentlemen, we we have a guest on today. Yeah, who do we got? <laughs> uh, let me tell you. When I tell you that uh, I got a brother from another mother, mother. I mean, I really, I got, I got a dear, dear friend, a man I, I highly, highly respect. This gentleman has um, has had quite a turbulent life, um, quite a story, quite an experience, um, and has uh, had quite a journey. Man, that is not uh, tarnished. This gentleman's shining soul. Uh, I have a lot of love and respect for this gentleman. I have a friend that came down from San Francisco, drove down to do the show today. I'd like to welcome. My dear friend Brian Stevens. Brian, Brian
3: Stevens. Woo, oh, uh, man, Brian. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm like very happy to be here. All right, Give let's it,
0: let's let's start out. What is the what are his stats like? What's the stats for Brian? So people that are listening can get a handle on who we're dealing with.
1: Listen, um, I've been friends with Brian for a few years. Brian um, did the California CDC tour. Brian was was gone um, for quite a while Brian served 36 35 years in state prison for 30 crime.
3: 35, 35 year. years and two months yes. 30 uh, you
1: don't forget that number. Who's counting <laughs> right, right 35
0: yes. years and two months
1: and we're you know what and 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 we're gonna get in depth and we're gonna talk to Brian we're gonna we're gonna get to hear uh, Brian tell us about his story but what what I want to say is that Brian um, in my opinion, was somebody that that kind of got railroaded, was gone a long time for something that happened when he was young. And more than anything, me and Brian became friends. And this gentleman, man, somebody that might have a reason to walk around full of resentments and angry at the way the world, it worked out for him. Some people would have a very valid reason, you might think. And... Brian's not that guy this man has uh, his life has changed and he is he has taken a position of helping men and women who have gone through the similar experience and his job today is helping men and women um, get Reincorporated or re-entry into help them re-entry back into society in their life as he's done himself. And how 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 old was he when he went away? Well, let's find out right now. Let's Brian,
2: talk to
1: the source, Brian. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the show again, Brian. And, yes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Woo! appreciate it.
3: Let's start. Brian, how long have you? How long have you been out? Uh, I've been out three years now. You
1: so you paroled three years ago. Three years. All right,
0: so
3: it's 2016,
1: 2016.
3: What month did you come? What uh, month? I came out July 6th, 2016. Just after Independence Day. Just, and that's why they held me. I should have got out on the 4th, but they because of the holiday, they held me for two more days. Can you
0: believe that? What?
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. Let me go.
0: Ain't college, that girl. fucked yeah, up? Ain't that about a bitch? Can hmm. you imagine that you, you've done a long ass bid and then you got to still also wait for the holiday gotta schedule?
1: Wait. Ain't that. Now, Brian, how long? Give me the exact Years, dates, month. How long were you down exactly?
3: Uh, Phil, I fell. I I committed my crime in uh, May sixth of in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, of nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. I was released July sixth of nineteen of two thousand sixteen. Holy- 35 and 35 half 35 years. half years. Thirty five years and
0: well, two months. Wait. So, and you were how old were, were you months? when
3: you went in? I uh, was I was twenty three. Twenty twenty four. July twenty fourth. Twenty three years old.
0: Think about what you were like at 23. Dude,
1: how do you remember that guy? I, 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 was yeah. well, I'm idiot, I was an idiot. Sean. I'm still half an idiot. I was an idiot. Sean, what were you though.
0: like at 23? Tell us what you were doing, Sean, at 20. Sean, what
1: were you doing two years ago at 23?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you. Um, you look shit, good for 23. Man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. He's
2: 25. Uh, uh, shit,
0: man. I was doing nothing. I was, uh, I was working at Circus Circus in Reno. Stop. He was yeah. working at right. Circus Circus. Making minimum wage. In Reno. In Reno. Not even Las Vegas. Yeah. Right? Hey. The y- biggest uh- little city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Right, right. He was working minimum wage, 23 years old,
3: Circus Circus. What were you doing at 23, Brian? Well, I was working in Las Vegas at the California Hotel in the Ballet. So you were already bigger time than Sean. Yeah, way right? bigger. Yeah. I was in a bigger city. <laughs> 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 okay,
0: Unbelievable.
3: Really.
1: So 23 years old. Yeah, um, and this was 1981. 1981. Okay,
0: wait. Let me run down quickly. Uh, like the cost of like the, 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 the average cost of a new house in 1981 when Brian went away. It was. Okay. Think about what the cost of a house is now. Okay. Okay. The average cost back then was $78,000. Oh That's
1: God. nuts, man. The cost change.
0: Dude, the cost of gas when Brian went away, mm. just so that everybody can kind of get... Sure. Because there's a lot of people that aren't even 23 that are, gonna, that are listening. They got mm-hmm. people writing in, sending me emails, or like, Ex- excited about hearing what you're going to do. And they're like, listen, you know, these, some of these people are 19. They don't even have an understanding of what the world was like. Right. Okay, a gallon of gas... Right, Sean. What do you think a gallon of gas in 1981 was? Uh, eighty one. Eighty one, motherfucker. I would say under a dollar. It was a dollar twenty five. Oh, think about man. that.
1: Wow. Right now it's at four something. It's four fifty. I just bought a, ga- a whole tank yesterday, hey, bro. <laughs> a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, was ninety nine cents back then. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I'll tell you when I went in. A pack of cigarettes was sixty cents in the joint. In the joint. Yeah. A can of Bugler was two ninety five. That's cr- Back in that time.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. 60 All right. Cents for a pack and you, now let's talk. Now, let's bring up another. Let's bring up some a, a few other things. Um, OK, Brian, when you were what year were you in high school? What year was I high school? Yeah. Seventy five. OK, so in, in seventy five, <laughs> they weren't talking about and they didn't have any computer classes. No. In seventy five.
3: No, computers were not even. OK, of.
1: so I went through high school between eighty two and eighty five. Those were my high school years. And and computers were just being introduced into high school settings and that's maybe 83 82 in
0: 1981 Muhammad Ali officially retired that's how long ago that is
1: okay. it's just it, it's just you know what is tripping me out is the advancements in technology um, oh of, of, of just like it's just like be I can't even because I'm 51 so I remember 1981 and I know kind of what was going on in right. 1981 in comparison to right now is just like there was just a huge I think two brought up a good point. If you went to prison in 1850, right, like, right. And right. you got out in 1880, right like yeah dudes were riding horses in 1850 and they're still riding horses in 1880 right right they were giving out horses <laughs> right okay right yeah, it's, it's, of, it's, the wheel hadn't been invented yeah. saddle and no. a saddle and a
3: 30 30 30 30 30 6 they give you yeah no. yeah yeah so yeah. like check it out so you go in you do a long bid you
0: come out the word ain't that much it's different, different. change them right it's still the motherfuckers were riding horses when you went in. they're still yeah, riding horses when you come out right now listen Eight, eight, 1981, Brian, right? Let me just ask you, let me just fucking throw you some softball easy questions. First of all,
3: 1981, were there cell phones? Well, I can tell you, I was going to say, my, a good reference point, I have ne- I've never seen a cell phone until I got out in 2016. Damn it, man. Holy that's shit. Never, tu- now, never touched one. Okay, now I was saying to Chumahan that the
1: concept of a cell phone, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, in 1981, was there like, the big giant Wall Street executive billionaire guy that had a brick
3: that you'd well, seen on TV—that gray thing—there thing? there was the big brown one with the antenna. That right, that construction <laughs> sites used. You never really—they were like three thousand dollars. Nobody, right? Okay, anyway. right. We right, 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 right. okay. should to okay. laugh about those things. I mean, really, that's people don't carry those things around. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. So that's kind
1: of where that was at. So just take think about that. You know. Right. There was no internet.
3: You know, no internet came out in 97. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, in the early 90s. I
0: don't know. But like, so when you're doing time and it's that long and you're away that long how when you, first of all how do you find like you find out about the internet you guys have access to like pictures news and all that shit yeah when
3: we we were aware of what was going on you know from television that was pretty much our reference point
0: right so what's the perspective for somebody who went in that wasn't a thing and then all of a sudden you see them talking about it like what did you guys talk about it like what did you
3: think about it did you have any thoughts or you're like I, I by never, then you're just like fuck it it doesn't involve no, me. no i never really thought about it I, I like i was out of state for 24 years so california if i stayed in california it, uh, pretty much everybody had a cell phone right, but in Nevada nobody had one because it was a felony so They they would prosecute you for a cell phone and carry a one to six so nobody had them. So I never saw one mm. damn mm. Damn, all right. So right. T- so so
0: 23 he goes in it's 1981. We've established it's a totally fucking different world No, Trump president no, whatever uh, So yeah, what yeah, let's do you
1: back got up? So let's back up Brian. Where uh, where would you grow up, Brian? I grew up in Las Vegas
3: I was born in South Carolina and I lived my entire life in Las Vegas. You grew up in Las Vegas and um, But you got your case in California, California. We out here here visiting I was here visiting a girl that I I met in Las Vegas. Uh, I started dating this girl that lived in Long Beach and We she used to come see me. I used to go see her. I went down for Cinco de Mayo She invited me down for Cinco de Mayo. That's why I was here back up a second, but did you let me I got some Cinco de Mayo ask
2: what, what?
1: uh, single parent, uh, both parents. How'd you grow up?
3: Uh, I grew up with a stepfather that was a real, real piece of shit. Uh, damn. Yeah, he was evil man. I grew had What my, made him evil? He just he 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 had this problem. The dynamic was with with, uh, with stepchildren was really uh, an issue for him. Uh, he 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 took his anger, whatever it was, out on me, my, myself. Physical my abuse. F- complete. I mean, like with fists abuse. and oh, shit. Oh yeah, Hospital, all that. I mean, God yeah, damn. Man, I went through it with that dude. OK,
1: because I'm just trying to, you know, I, I spent I spent a good amount of pri- time in prison and I'm constantly asking and I'm constantly evaluating different things about men in prison, including myself and in reviewing my life. And what are some of the similarities or what are some of the, the things that might have happened? And I, I, I find it very interesting that there's a lot, a lot of there's a lot of common situations that go down. You mean men, that meant that with men, that end what's up one of the common? Well, well what did you identify? Uh, a lot of, well, single parents is one. Number one. Father not present. Okay. Um, abuse, drug abuse, physical abuse. Right. Uh, sexual abuse. Right. I find a lot of this, a lot of just, uh, you know, not all of it. And you can't say that it's all the time, but in more eight out of ten. There was either physical, sexual tra- trauma, abuse, yeah, um, and a lot of single-parent families. A lot dude, of
0: you know, and I'm, I'm hearing you talk about that, and it's got to be because you have to wonder uh, up to a point, like, uh, what causes people to do some of the shit that they do, right? And there was one time I was in law school at Pepperdine, and they brought the Los Angeles DA in. I can't remember his name. It's a fat, white dude. Can't remember his name and he came in and i had one question hey, everybody wants to know about criminal science and criminal justice and they mm-hmm. watch the csi and they're like you know trying to have their little theories but something deep deep down i was always like you know <clears throat> there's so many stories like a guy's joining the mafia and you don't rat then they get caught then there i mean there's a, enough of them that you kind of can see what's coming down the pike a little bit but but what's causing like if we're really like if some somebody like the Los Angeles like DA is interested, is he really interested in cleaning up crime, Mm -hmm. right? And if so, what's the real solution? Because we've been doing the same shit for how long and we still got some of the same, all right. And I raised my hand in a room full of a thousand people, right, Mm -hmm. they're like, any questions for the DA? And I'm like, he ain't gonna call on me. I raised my hand and he would had been the DA in LA County or whatever, For like 30 some odd years. It was like probably Lee Baca's buddy. You know, like one of those fuckers. And I was like, I raised my hand. And he called me. And I said, why do people commit crime? You've been doing this for X amount of years. You probably prosecuted X amount of criminals. Since you've got the vantage point and you've got the experience and you've got the training, why do people do it? And he looked at me and he took like probably a 10 second pause. And he said, I don't know. That's what he said. I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. the DA. Been 36 years. How
0: many lies do you think he's affected? Yeah.
1: He has no idea what the fuck's going on. He
0: couldn't explain it in a cogent way. I mean, at least he had the guts to say, I don't know. Yeah, I give him that. But still, it's kind of crazy. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be that submersed in the uh, ground zero of it yep. and really not know what and the that, fucking cause or the root or the, anything is.
0: Probably one of the biggest places to do convictions. It's not like some small podunk. They do one conviction a year. This is like thousands right. on a
1: month. He's like, I don't know. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> just I'm just collecting a, 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 a paycheck. Check. That's right. Um, that's crazy. So... So, Brian, you grew up in Vegas so fast. For- so, yeah, so a lot of problems with your stepfather.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When she did you get problems. out of that house?
0: How old were you when you got
1: out of that house?
3: Uh, I ran away when I was about 16 and never went back.
0: See that shit? When somebody, when a kid leaves a house at 16, like right now we got people who don't leave the house and they're 32. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're 16 and leaving the house, something's fucking up.
3: Right? Yeah, uh, well, it, it was a constant battle with him. You couldn't. It was it was it was hands on whenever we were in the room together. Just, Did mom stay with him? Yeah, she stayed with him. I used to blame her for it. Damn, it, it, but I, she was my my father. My real father was abusive to her, so I I used to watch him beat up on her like a man when I was, what six years old, Shit. and so I think she was just happy it wasn't her being beat on. Right. Wow. Wow. That's heavy. That's crazy.
1: That's a tough situation. Very. <laughs> um. You bump out at sixteen. So so let's let's kind of let's kind of fast forward a little bit um so you're out in Vegas you're working and uh, Cinco, de mayo. Cinco de mayo you're out
3: there seeing you're out visiting a chick that you're dating well yeah we were like like a little long distance thing I met her on New Year's Eve I her and her ne- her cousin were you know there valet you close the parking lot on New year's Eve because it's impossible to park right and you pretty much hustle parking from that point on and I saw him and I waved him in and that's and we we, ch- we went to a party at the Hilton Hotel where a, a friend of mine, which we'll get into later, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you've talked about earlier, uh, had a suite at the Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. So we invited him to a Hilton Hotel for a party that night, and that's how I started dating her. Gotcha.
1: You're in town. I mean, obviously. Bro. I mean, give me the, run, give me the rundown, man. Well, I, I just, all, all right, like, so you wait I mean, a
0: second. He comes into
3: town for a party. It's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, she invited right. me down. I flew in. from. Was uh, she hot? Oh, very hot. What
0: was she? Kendra,
3: <laughs> I won't say her last name because she still could be around. Wait, her
0: first name is what? Kendra. Oh, if your name is Kendra, you beautiful know you're girl, hot. Kendra. That's yeah, a beautiful, beautiful girl's name. Absolutely. You can't be Kendra and <laughs> not know, be hot. I know a very couple hot strippers named Kendra, actually. <laughs> she could have definitely been a stripper. She <laughs> was very hot. Okay. And was she, what you're, was she, blonde or brunette? Blonde. Absolutely and you're blonde.
3: 23, bro, yeah, right? 23. And
0: Kendra's like Cinco de Mayo.
3: Was she Latina or she was? No. she was. she was actually, I think she was actually Italian. Italian,
0: that's, uh, that's what's great. Luciano, Wonderful. Steve Luciano's Wonderful. in the town. Wonderful. So, so she's like, uh, she's like, come on down. We're gonna, it's gonna be uh, a I good flew, time. I
3: flew in, and uh, and her cousin actually picked me up. Uh, we went and I met her, and we just we stayed together that same day. That night, I called. I called my who's my co defendant. He lived in uh, Northridge. I called him, and my best friend answered the phone from Las Vegas, which I had no idea he was down here. And and he didn't know I was down here. And he's man, come on up. So we drove up and party with him all night long in Northridge. In Northridge. And like, how Northridge. are you guys partying? Like, what the fuck? We're does... Hitting all the club, New York, New York, all the clubs at the time. That right. Hot in Los Angeles. Drinking booze. Yeah, doing all that. Spans- Dancing. Coke. Cocaine. You know, everything. Yeah. Every, yeah. Quaaludes. and coke. The whole, now, yeah. now, the Brian, full, was, full uh, book. What's the Bill Cosby I, drug? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call we we, <laughs> we yeah we call those we, <laughs> we call those BC pills.
1: Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, social I need and I and I need I want to know this. Was was it social partying or or was it did was there a pro, was there an issue going on at that point in time in your life? Were you abusing drugs or not? Oh absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Right, but, but like
0: listen, down. dude obviously if you, you like live in a house that's full of pain, that's what that is. And then you run at sixteen, you gotta sell there's gonna be some self
3: medicating well, going on. I, I was I was an athlete growing up and I was really good in school and then what they, sport? I played football and baseball. Really what good position baseball. did you play in football? I, well, in those days, you played both sides of the ball. I played defensive and receiver. Uh, so you were, you were big and fast. Yeah, I was very tall and fast at the time. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And, and I played baseball, which I played the outfield and eventually played second base as well as first base. Okay. I was kind of a utility player. Right. But he took all that away. Stepdad. Yeah. Probably jealous. No. I don't know what his deal was, but he was a he. Was he was a, trying to break you. Yeah, I don't know what it was, what his deal was, but he had you know he had a son also, and we, we fought constantly him and I, and they separated us, which they, he they blamed me for, of course. Mm-hmm. But and two he had two daughters, and so he let he, my mom left one day and came back. I have a surprise. Came back, and it was a, a, a whole new family. I was like, really? <laughs> what is this? It's three more siblings and a, and a stepfather. How long? How which long? I had never met damn so I no it wasn't idea who this dude was. you weren't even because wow. like now
0: when you look at like television sitcoms they like sit down the bio son and they're like listen we're gonna make a life decision i want to know how you feel it wasn't, it no, she, I, wasn't
3: I mean i kind of knew who he was because uh, eventually you know my father this is really crazy all i ever saw growing up was violent so it wasn't a hard stretch for me to end up where i ended up so my stepfather my real father came all followed my mother out here we were living actually in california at the time And he followed her out here. My stepfather, they had a confrontation. He ended up stabbing him. I saw all that go down. Wait, who stabbed him? My stepfather stabbed my real father. Holy shit. Protecting my mother. Yeah, pretty bizarre.
2: Crazy. Wow, you saw (laughs) that.
3: I saw that, yeah. That's crazy. Holy shit. So that's the kind of stuff I grew up with. All right, so that's the background.
1: You're out here, bro, and you're going. You get invited. You guys are out partying. You're in Northridge. I'm in Northridge. And kind of... Kind of, kind of, if you will, in a general way, right? I mean, take me, how does this go down, man? What, f- I mean, events, and dude, it's man.
0: how many, guys, listen, how many times did you, the, the intention was good, the setup was positive, we're coming down
3: to party. It's Cinco yeah. de Mayo, right? Like, there, there was no thought about killing somebody. That was never a thought process. Right, 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 right. So, what happened? Well, like I said, we came up here and we were partying as the nightclubs start to close at two o'clock in the morning, everything closes down. We ended up going to Robert's house. I won't say a last name at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. This is co-defendant? This is one of my co-defendants. Damn. Who lives in California. Right? He lives in he was in Northridge at the time. Uh if he's listening, he knows who he is. Damn. Uh You better run for the hills. <laughs> you better run for the hills, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll hear more about him later. But uh it really makes the story juicy. This will probably be the one most controversial podcast ever when that comes out, right? We've and and this and I've
0: had some uh, legal people come in and take a look at what we're about to talk to today. So we've got some things we can say on the record and some things that are that the some the things i'd tourney, love to say
3: but yeah our
0: attorney yeah it's crossed it out I'm like what so but i'll keep an eye on that so okay you just go ahead do your thing <laughs> so can't we, wait for the book to <laughs> come out. i'm really sure he, oh. i'm sure he well, can't either right, the, yeah. the title the working titles on uh brian's book by the way brian's story that you're about to hear is, is phenomenal and the, some of the working titles we got are Diamonds Are Forever.
3: <laughs> right? Payback's a bitch. Payback is a bitch. What's yeah, the yeah, other yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. A diamond in your eye? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just <speed> made that up. <laughs> All right. So best of intentions, best Northridge. Best intentions. I, I Maybe backtrack a little bit. Kendra and I want. She wanted to go back and have sex, and of course, me to be an asshole. I wanted to stay with my friends. I, mean, I don't know what that was about. That's a twenty-three-year-old's type yeah. of thinking, oh, right? Man. Yeah, I got brain pussy to, forever. Has, yeah, forever. Yeah, Yeah, You brain brain told to me develop. that, but you told
1: me that, Brian, because you're like, if I would have just gone back and had sex, was just, it, this beautiful
3: happened. girl, when I went back, I wouldn't be sitting here right now telling you. Right. you. <gasps> right, right, right. You see, and that's why. Right, Listen, right, that's why I tell people, sex saves lives.
0: Yeah, in this case, it right. would have, would have, for sure.
3: Two lives. Yeah. yeah. Several lives <gasps> right. were ruined right. over right. this. Yeah. So uh, I, we end up back at his house in Northridge, and he's asking myself and Greg, who, my other co-defendant, who I grew up with, if we would go over to his friend's house and pick up an ounce of cocaine that he had purchased earlier. Sure. So sure. we went. We went over there, and <laughs> Hell yeah, it was a condominium complex with about eight condominiums, and there was a security gate and a, and a, a, and a intercom. We started ringing everything. Waked up. The, we woke up everybody. Of course, <laughs> they're pissed off. It's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, guys are uh, fucking high. Yeah, You're we're assholes. Fuck, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah, yeah. Shit. So right. we all. I want an ounce of cocaine so we can get back to these hot, you know, yes, party. Yes. So, get it. We end up getting a fight with everybody in the complex. <laughs> I mean, it, literally everybody <laughs> in the complex came out with bats and attacking us. And yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you guys stayed on mission. Yeah, we stayed. We uh, had to get that ounce of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was the mission.
0: Listen, that was what video games were back yeah, then. Yeah, you didn't so, have it on. The whole crew came out, yeah, one we, at a time. We
3: up. They ended up beating up the, two, the 260, which belonged to Bob's uh, a Z that he had. 260Z.
1: Now, that was the hot Datsun back in those,
3: those days. 260Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The some,
1: some people don't even know what a Datsun is. Dude, a Datsun 260Z was a sport two-seater, sports, two-seater car. sports car that was like that was like the uh it was just like the hot sports car well, yeah, have. Like, you, like, you like, had a 280z or 260z that was badass hey
0: no. but the dotson like that was one of the original japanese cars
3: right yeah. that's before
0: yeah. toyota and yeah. nissan and all that i don't even know if do- Datsun doesn't Absolutely. even exist anymore no no
3: i think they got bought, bought up yeah i don't think something. they do exist anymore no
0: they no. got bought up by either toyota, nissan or nissan, toyota yeah. So for I think the same. Dotson,
3: D-A-T-S-U-N. Dotson. Uh, yeah. so,
0: all right. So all right. So, so the- we're over
3: there. End up, they end up beating that car up with bats, break the windows, all that <laughs> out. So we get in and take off, and we go back to to Robert. Now I'm I've been stabbed in the hand, so I'm bleeding all over the place. Looks a lot worse than it is. Right. We get there, and he sees us. He he uh, he he panics. I go in the back bathroom and walk, start washing up. He jumps in his his Porsche. At this time, he's taken two guns, which we, we don't know anything about. He's already called the police. We don't know about that. This is his co-defendant. This is my co-defendant. Yeah. These guns are registered in his name, so these are a ma- matter of public record.
1: Yes. Wait a minute. Now he wants to go back. Yeah. Wait, he wants he to go wants back why He wants to go away. see
3: why, what happened to We didn't get the ounce of cocaine, and ma- ah. he wants to go see what happened to his friends. Mm-hmm. So we jump back in his 280. z We follow him back over there, like Greg and I do. And when we get there, he, he hands me a gun, and he jumps over the fence and lets us in. At the at the condo at the condo complex, and we get inside, and now we're we're running around. Here we got two guys with guns running around. Like oh idiots. my God! The cops have been it's called. And yeah, you the cops have it. been called wait, already. Wait, who
0: called the cops? He, uh, Robert did. Your co defendant called, called him, Yeah, we Why came, would he call the
3: cops? I have no idea. That came out later.
0: Wait, let me get this straight. Your co defendant who handed you guys
3: guns, guns who took who, the guns over there, who broke it, who trespassed, trespassed, took the guns there because he wanted his ounce of coke. That's, yeah. He you, yeah. He called the cops. He called the cops. That doesn't make any sense. Does That to me. make any sense? I that makes absolute None, zero. To this day, I haven't been able to get my head around that. Jesus. Wow. Me either. So I ended up. Long story short, I end up. We end up going to the co- the door where we had we had the biggest problem, where the ounce of cocaine was. These were his friends. Okay. They opened the door. Of course, they've got bats and lead pipe. They both got. And They're here ready. Are, so I got a gun in my hand. Yeah. So I point the gun at them, and Robert pushes the gun down and tells me, "Get out of here." So I take off co-defendant says get out of here yeah, as I as I'm leaving. I look up in a window and I see a, a figure that for some reason startles me and I shoot at it. <sighs> yeah, really stupid. So it was like a reaction. Yeah, I don't still don't know. I mean, I don't know what I was seeing. It, it startled me and I, I just fired one shot at it. You were already agitated. Yeah, like I'm already it's... I'm completely out of control. Right. I'm, I'm already I'm already snapped. Fuck. And later find out the, the bullet goes through the wall hits a, hits a two-by-four and changed direction, and it hits the victim in the chest who was kneeling down, looking out the window with a gun in his hand. Uh. I didn't see him. So you weren't even, like, aiming at that no, person? No, I, I didn't even know he had come out because he had pulled a gun on me earlier, but I didn't consciously remember that or know that he, what, where he came out of because there were so many people. Right, like, he was behind a wall. You couldn't even see him. Yeah, but it, it looks crazy. Think about that. I, I ended up killing the same man that pulled a gun on me earlier, a few minutes earlier. Right. What's the, what's the odds of that? I had to Slim subconsciously did. know where that dude, where he was at.
0: Uh, but it, but you, yeah. But you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna say I, I. don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because, I mean, you were in a frightened state. You look back. You see a figure. You fire the gun. And 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 if the bullet changed trajectory, then there's no way that you were subconsciously thinking I'm gonna try to get that guy.
3: No, no. I I never have been able to, to figure out exactly why I did what I did. Well, the first thing you know, it's funny is
1: that when you tell me that story, and when you first told me that story, you say to me. You talk about fate. That's what you yeah, said to me. Yeah, you said it again the other night again when we were talking about. It. You're like, you want to talk about fate, bro? You just fired the thing. Lucky shot.
3: Yeah, it, it, unlucky shot. Unlucky actually. shot. No, mm. I mean, I took a, I took a man's life who didn't deserve that. I mean, he was he he was protecting. Even though they say later he wasn't this he wasn't this innocent victim, which he was, in my opinion, he was absolutely an innocent victim. Uh, he, he had pulled a gun. I mean, he's protecting his property and his family. Right. Uh, you know, they found a machete in his car. And they took several guns out of his house, which is legal. Everything was legal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was what... Uh, let me back, back up a little bit. When I fired that shot, the scream I heard was a blood-thurning scream I'll never forget. And it was her screaming that I, I shot her husband. God damn. And what I found out later was there was two, he has two, children, two small children. I think they were five and six years old. And they were huddled in the bathroom, terrified. Uh, yeah, so... All that came out later. You didn't know any of that. No, I didn't know any of that. You were just twenty-three, running around, running around, and just trying to get even with something for what uh, had happened. Stop right there. Yeah,
1: it's part of the fucking problem with society, is that all these games and all this shooting and all this—it's like the shots fired and people just keep on moving, like that's it, you know. And this is just one true story of like a shot being fired, and you start going through the list. Of all the people that are just immediately affected, yes, yeah. for real. Yeah. There's the wife. No duo. Their cur- blood curdling screams. The two kids that were huddled. with It's it's like, it's like uh, everybody just moves so quickly here, just thinking. And this is just the beginning of it. Go, please go on. Hold
0: bro. on, hold on, hold on. That's a, I mean, that's an amazing point, like what you're saying, because it was a split second, like not thought out, right? Uh, uh, action. And 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 one of the things that makes life hard, like you were saying, is that sometimes, you know, most of the time we do a lot of shit like that and nothing happens like you just you don't know. But every once in a while, not going back to the pad with the chick, the reacting the way he did, the two by fours right there, the whole fucking thing and everybody's life, including yours, is changed forever, forever.
3: And the really bizarre thing was if I had a, it's one of those things I had. I take turned left instead of right. Yes. This would have never happened.
1: But you, and you want to know something? I'm going to stop you right there again. In, in it, it's always like that, though, bro, yeah. it's always like that. Sometimes and for stories
0: of success, it's exactly like that.
1: Exactly true, man. It's like man can come down to like I didn't go here. I waited five minutes too late to go there or whatever it might be. Dude, but how you know, many times mm-hmm. in your life, Lucky? Honestly, when you're
0: like, let's be real. How many times in your life have you been reflecting on shit and you thought you could point to like what seemed like an arbitrary decision and it would have made all uh, the difference? I,
1: if I would have taken Pico instead of Olympic, ah, I would have right, pulled out and right. made a left instead of Olympic, exactly. right. I mean that type of shit that really fucks me there. And that brings you to start thinking about fate.
3: And that's what I do. That's what makes me think that maybe I mean it's I mean it sounds crazy, but was it predetermined? It, it was his fate was. It was that night. Was in my hand, right? right. So, I, I like I said, and that ended up happening. And I ran out into the street with a gun still in my hand. There was a bunch of L.A. Police Department out there telling me, ordered me to get on the ground. I didn't.
1: This is how many, how how long after the shots fired are they be? Are they instructing you to get down? They're already on the ground?
3: there. They're there. They heard the shot. They were already there. <laughs> the cops heard. So the had shot. they got there thirty because, seconds earlier? Because co-defendant Robert called
0: the cops. Called the cops already.
3: It, it, that's just mind Which I've never been able to ask him why he did that. And someday I'd like to. Oh, we'll, I'm sure you would yeah, like I to, would love ask, to him. ask him why he did that. Why did you do that? Why, why did you call the cops and go back over there? We, if you told me you called the cops, we're not going back over there. Of course not. You know, you've already called the cops. Let them deal with it. Whatever's going on that you think is going on over there. So what happened? The cops got you dead to rights. Yeah, I run out. They got guns out. They tell me to get on the ground. I don't. Why they didn't kill me, I don't know. Because I have a gun in my hand. Right. Oh, well, today I, they might. Have. Yeah,
1: today they will. Yeah,
3: were. I think so. I ran back in the com- They let me run back in the complex with a gun in my hand. Uh, Robert sees me. He he's got a forty-five in his hand. He comes and takes my gun from me, and tells me get out of here. Well, I don't know where I'm gonna go. The cops are out there. Right. So he, I later find out in transcripts, he takes the guns to one of his friends and tells him, here, get rid of them. They don't want nothing to do with it. Of course. So he throws them in the bushes. Right. They're in his name. His fingerprints are all over them. And they find everybody him. gets arrested. They arrest everybody. Right. That's you, your Me, buddy, and Robert. And several people that were at the scene until they could sort it out. Right. Okay. They had a big jump of Yeah, they didn't mess. know what was going on. They didn't right. know somebody had been shot. Fuck. And, uh we all in the police station and Robert ended up making a statement at that point. And, uh, I woke up and I'd been there for 36 years. (laughs) That's how it happened.
1: Obviously Robert made the statement, Brian fired the
3: gun. Yeah, absolutely. He made a statement immediately. He, 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 you know, that obviously I don't know. I guess they talked to him first. I don't know how it went down, Mm -hmm. but, uh, that my other co-defendant kept his mouth shut. I kept my mouth shut and he, Keep his mouth shut, all right. Hold on a second, hold on a second,
0: hold on, hold on on a second. So, Robert calls the cops the guy with the guns, the guy that took the guns and tried to hide them, the guy that did all that. Blah 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 blah. They round up everybody because the cops don't really know what's going on. They sit everyone down. They probably leaned on Robert a little bit and was like, Look, it's your gun, you want to go? Yeah, I'm sure they knew
3: immediately they were his guns once they. They ran him. Yeah.
0: And they're like, you tell us what
3: happened. Or oh, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. Probably, so called, probably talking about death penalty, all that with him. Right. So they freaked him out.
0: Good Which, cop, bad know, cop.
3: I, I did the murder. I, I ha- I mean, killing was at my hand. I never denied that. You know, I com- I'm at complete fault for what I did. I take full responsibility for it. Always right, have. Right, right. right. And you right. did the time. Yeah, right. I did the time for it. So know, and rightly so. And, and right. so, okay, but
0: then, so where are you when you start to find out what the cops say you did and what they they're planning on doing?
3: Well, they they charged me with attempted murder because uh, uh, he lived, he lived through know, uh, went into surgery and died later. Damn. And the next morning, they called me. They took me back out and, and recharged me with first degree murder. And so, and did you, w- were you ever able to make bail or were
0: you in no, custody I, from I, that No, I was or? on
3: probation from a, from a previous uh, drug conviction in Las Vegas so Oh, I didn't, was no, I
1: didn't know yeah. that, you had a, I didn't even know that you had a record Yeah,
3: okay. yeah I, I had a drug conviction when I was, uh, I think 17, 18 years, 18, okay. 18 Okay, alright
0: all right, so then and then do the cops question you? Do they want to hear your version Oh, sure, sure they did. They, and then did you just tell them straight up, like, what happened? I told or? them pretty
3: much what. I don't really remember the statement at this point, but it was pretty much, there was no denying it. I mean, I, it was me that did what, what happened. And
0: they were probably like, listen, you just tell us what happened, and we'll work with you, you know, just yeah, get it
3: kind off. Yeah, that am a young I'm a young, scared kid, not knowing what's going on. First time I've ever really experienced anything like this.
0: And listen, I'm an attorney, and look, I believe in what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. But- we have procedures in this country to protect people, to make sure there's fair trials and all this other stuff. And I and and, and they drill us on the constitution in law school, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are easy, you know, fucking, you know, lazy boy fucking lawyers that are just watching TV. They they're, you know, they think they know how to law. But the truth is, I tell everybody, I'm like, I don't even care if it's a civil thing. It's not even a criminal thing. I'm like, keep your mouth shut. Not not because you're trying to necessarily get away with anything, but some stupid things you say can get twisted and used against
3: you, and nobody gives a shit once the machine starts rolling that's it because yeah, there's people who ask me, well, if you did it, why did not you plead guilty i mean because you're advised not to plead guilty, always plead i mean plead not right. guilty, that's just right, and you go through trial i mean i sh- maybe i well, if I'd plead guilty, maybe I should have plead guilty and saved everybody all the grief they had to endure uh I don't know i mean I, I mean I have. You know, i might have different feelings about all that i don't know where i feel about you know i i did the time and i and i question myself should i even be out here you know i'm I'm out here after i, I killed somebody you know? so mm-hmm. i mean do i have mm-hmm. under the law i have a. I mean i'm out because the law says i should be out right, right. but right. morally i don't I, I've, I've struggled with that for a long time right you struggle with that um so
1: did um how long did that how long did the trial? How long did all the trial and all that take before they actually sentenced you? And and then you can tell me about your sentence.
3: Well, I spent two years in L.A. County Jail, which was what nightmare in itself. Sure. What makes L.A.
0: County a nightmare? Uh,
3: well, Whitey doesn't do very well. LA okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Ah, no,
0: yeah. Let me describe it. So Brian is a, a very tall, handsome gentleman. <laughs> He's
3: <laughs> his he even. I love how good that how good that bodes for you in LA <laughs> LA <jail. laughs> Yeah, in definitely. I mean,
0: He's got uh bl- blue eyes. His his, <laughs> yeah. his hair. I'm assuming uh, he's got a little gray in his beard, but it has got no gray in his in on no, his head. It was so blonde. It's
3: blonde. It yeah. was, it was it's Blonde blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you what, went. To, you know, like I said, I did well. I mean, I, I made it through the Gelley county jail. Never never rolled up from the from the main line. Uh, it was a fight, I believe me. There was. You know, you were tested immediately as soon as you walked in. Well, how, what's a test? Up
1: the test? Rolled up from the main most line. Most whites don't she, make
3: it in the LA County Jail. There's a, yeah, they the, go there's, PC. there's a There's a 2900 soft tank, it's called. Most of them end up there. Mm. So wait, wait, wait. Explain that, Steve. There's just uh, most white
1: boys uh, in there. They're just uh, either going to get scared or they're going to get beat up, and then they're going to ask the sheriffs to put them in a protective cell environment. It's if called a the
3: soft tank, 2900 soft tank. 2900. Right. They don't want to
1: be mixed up with general population. Because be you're protected. Yep. Well,
3: yeah, because you're out. First of all, you're outnumbered. You know, you're yeah. you're you're the minor. You are the uh, minority. Uh, minority in L.A. County Jail. Believe me. And either you stand up and, and and fight for yourself, or you get abused. And I wasn't about to get abused. Right. And so then some some then there's then there's a handful of of, of
1: white. And I'll also say there's a few other races besides white that yeah. are outnumbered. That oh yeah. And and they're not going to go for it. They're just going to like. Handle their business, and right? Going to stay in the general population and do what they got to do.
3: And what was and did are, you and have to going. fight? Dude? Oh yeah, immediately. I was. I've had <sighs> shit and piss thrown on me. I've had everything you can imagine done to me in that fucking county jail. But you know, from behind a gate, locked in a gate. Whether you know, because they have what's called uh, the place was so full. They have freeway. They have beds on the on the tiers. Yeah. And you know they're up there trying. You know they'll throw shit on you. They'll do. They'll just do all kind of crazy shit in the morning. You come out and you're fighting. It's that simple. And. That's what I did and, and, once, it, and once you come out And you, and you stand up for yourself the, the southern Mexicans Who were very dominant In that jail They got your back Right And th- you were left alone After that Motherfuckers don't fuck with you If they know that you're gonna That you'll, you'll do something to them That you'll fight back They leave you alone Right Right right. Yeah. Wow And so you You were there for two years Dealing with that case
0: Okay And so then they went ahead And did
3: a full on trial Yeah I went to trial uh, The trial lasted about three days If I recall uh, it was an easy conviction. I mean, it, it was you know the gun. I mean, it, it, plenty of witnesses. Uh, it was I just never, check the boxes. Yeah, I never did de- Yeah, I never denied what I did. Uh, I took the stand and it didn't go well for me, mm. against my lawyer's advice because I wanted to tell my side. Right. And he told me not to, but I did it anyway. And did it fuck up? Like, I mean, did, yeah, it, it, come a, out, yeah, did they, it come out? Did it come out
0: the way you imagined, or was it like, no, oh it, shit?
3: No, they, 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 they. Believe me, they took full advantage of me. You know, they, I wasn't, I wasn't, not in my element. Right. So, anyway, I got convicted uh, after a couple of days of jury trial. You know, they, I was, they came back with a conviction, and I was, I was sentenced to uh, 30 years to life. You were uh, sentenced to 30 years to 30 life? 30 years to life. Now I, now,
1: I don't know why I thought that you caught one of those five to life or seven to life type things.
3: No? No, those were, were SB42 took all those away. Uh, and I, they changed those in 1978 and 81. I, I, I was under the new law. Uh, and the new law was? 25 to life for my conviction. Okay. And then I and had so two assaults, and, and, yeah, which I had two, assault, two assaults and great bodily injury. ten to do great bodily injury, which carried three years each. After they'd done all the, the running this, you know, concurrent, that consecutive, it came out to 30 years to life.
0: Okay. So three years earlier, when the old law was still in effect, you might have had a, a lighter
3: sentence. I don't know. It made, I would have got to seven to life. It would have made a difference. Because in those days, nobody was getting out. They weren't letting lifers out. Got it. And that just started recently. They just started when Governor Brown came back into office. He started following the law because I was seventeen years past my release date, my my potential release date. Right. What, what what was your potential release date? Uh, I think seventeen years and eight months.
1: So let me okay. So let's just talk about that for a second. Yeah. Ryan. You take the thirty-year deal. Right, they sentence you to 30 years. Yeah. It's not the deal, okay? That's what you get. That's no, right. that's what he got. Threatened. Right. And so, as you take that deal, in the back of your head, you've already talked to enough dudes in LA County. Yeah. You've got an idea. You're talking to her. You're like, all right, calculate. Nah, I'll come up
3: for parole around 17, 18 years in. Right. Right. Yeah. Is this your belief system? Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm being told. I'm told by my attorney. I, I mean, that's what's going on. But I'm also understanding that. You're not getting out. Your life, or you're never. You're gonna die in prison, and that's pretty much what you're told. And then, dude, when
0: you're 25, let's say you're around 24, 25, I'm 25 at the time, and you're told something like, "Look, yes, technically you could. Chances are not. You're probably gonna die in prison." Yeah. How do you
3: process that in your mind, man? Uh, well, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't easy, but I just, I just knew that I, I, there was two things get going on. Either I'm gonna do that time, or that time's gonna do me. I'm not going to let it do me. I'm, I mean I'm a young man. I got I mean I'm going I'm probably going to live a long time. Like it, it, you know, barring anything happens to me. And so I just start living. I start doing my life, you know, that's
0: What's the secret to having that? Like if you if you is it like you just got to look at life as one day at a time or like what's oh, the it's, secret?
3: It's there's no secret. It's absolutely one day at a time because y- your life can end in a flash in prison. You know, you, right. never, I mean things happen at a, at a, in a nanosecond You know a yard can erupt It happens all the time and you, you can get stabbed I mean people get stabbed constantly there For just nothing And you just learn You learn to navigate through You also learn that you You, you become a certain kind of individual in there You put a certain mask on And people don't fuck with you Right If not you're going to be a victim And uh, I wasn't going to be a victim Damn so, <clears throat> so what happens once they give you the, the sentence And everything Where do they send you? Well, from there, you, you, I get sent to Chino, which was at those times was the, uh, that's where they process you through. Uh, oh, I was that was like a reception? Reception center, yeah. yeah. I went to Chino, processed through there for a few weeks, and then they determined which prison you go to. And They sent me to San Quentin. San which, Quentin? Which was a level four at the time. Level four. The level because four, I had life just So you know, he, he's got a life sentence. Yeah. So when you're going somewhere
1: and you're especially convicted of a murder and you're serving your first 10 years even. You're going to a level four because your right. points are jacked up. You're a lifer.
3: Right at so hundred and five points, which is really high. Right. And Just so, starting at that. So starting. you're
1: gonna be housed with everybody that's like you. Yeah. Right. You know, how many levels
0: are there? There's one, two, three, four. 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 four.
1: four. Yeah. And is there anything beyond four? No. The shoe program. Yeah. What is shoe what is S H U? Security housing unit. And what's that? Just the jail within prison. When you can't behave and follow rules, you'll go in there.
3: But the, Gang the members, secure. people stabbing people. Dr- whatever you're right. doing in prison is not following the rules, you end up in the shoe. You end up Got in the it. shoe. In but, the but, shoe. The,
1: but for living, it's the security levels are 1 through 4. Right. So on the main is the line,
3: highest. it's 1 through 4 being the highest. And level 4 is like a night and day different from level 3. Exactly. There's like no, how so? Well, for one, there's no
1: night yard. Yeah, no night yard. What's That's a level night yard? Four. Well, on, a, on like a level 3 two and one in prison yeah you have your daytime where they open up and you're able to walk on the yard in the daytime and then they lock it up for lunch and then you come back out in the afternoon they lock it up for dinner and then at night they open it up for a few hours you walk around and they lock everybody up at 8 30 at night so one through
0: three you can walk around in the yard at night yeah you have yeah they have
1: the daylight on the yard yeah you can see everything but there's night yard yeah Yeah. because you have people working in the daytime and at nighttime they want to get off and see their their buddies work out do whatever but in a level four yard, there's no jobs, there's programming. Well, there's some jobs, but three, 3.30 in
3: San Quentin, everything shuts down. You're, at 3.30, there's no such yeah. thing as a night yard. They're you're not letting to have night yards. Yeah, yeah. They, You're locking your cell, and that's, you, that's... And here in San Quentin, the unique thing about San Quentin is it's such a violent, crazy place at the time Yeah. that you have locks you can buy at the store that you can lock your door with. Mm-hmm. Because you have to lock your door, because they pull that bar in the morning, your door's open. And yeah. that's when a lot of people get got you know people get get assaulted at that time of the morning when the, so they open that bar, bar if someone's after you they're coming in there and getting you cuz there's no keeping them out so you got to get jail. your
0: you got to get your that's so fucked up it's crazy dude
3: it really is so crazy so you're
0: I mean, in jail you're in the lockup but at the same time you got to buy your own lock to lock yourself to Lock your, up. your door
3: so if you're not coming out in the morning and let's say if you you say you don't do breakfast or you're, you you know, you a later program yeah and you're sleeping you yeah. lock your door you keep your door locked. You don't want to be sleeping with the door unlocked. No, if someone's trying to get you, they're gonna get you while you're sleeping. That's what you don't want. Now, is San Quentin the thing? Is that what
0: Johnny Cash like, where he did his fucking? No, he was at Folsom, yeah. I think. Folsom, yeah. yeah That's he sang what about it. Folsom, yeah. Right. A song, yeah.
3: yeah, but none of that shit made any sense. <laughs> 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 There's no train going by Folsom. Like, you're uh, Folsom, San
1: Quentin, and Folsom were really like the two <laughs> predominant prisons. San right. Quentin was the Perfect. first
3: prison built in, San, in California. San Quentin, yeah. Oh, um, man. Scary place, dude, for real. When so I you drove pull up there, there at 25. When I pull across that, there, that, was it yeah. San Rafael Bridge? Yeah. 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 And you see, and it's at nighttime? Yeah. We're yeah. hours on the bus, so You come it's and crazy. you're like, oh, my God. I'll never forget how I felt. It looked like a oh, castle, the, huh? Yeah, how the fuck did I end up here? This is madness. Yeah, it looks like a castle. It's got a castle facade. Hold inside. on a yeah. second. So they, they put you on a
0: bus, right? Okay, so what do you, like, I've seen it on TV, but like, what is it, what, okay, what's the
3: bus like? Like, you got, they got to chain you down? Yeah, it's called the Grey Goose for a reason. It's, it's got everything, hard seats, there's gunners in the back, you know, there's a gun back there behind you that anything, you know, anything goes down that bus, he will shoot your ass with no, no questions asked. Right, he's probably waiting to. Waiting to. Right. And he's fully armed to the teeth. Right. And, uh. You're on a bus and it's hard ass seats. You're you're chained up. Yeah, and, and it's just it's and a it, miserable ass ride. dude. And
0: there's no fucking camp songs. No, no one's singing. No that going on. It's Nothing.
3: Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's some bus back in those days. They, it was they had a little quiet rule. They make you keep be quiet. Can't talk. Right. Okay. And so then San Rafael. That's
0: in the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Sean, Bay Area yeah. captain of the fucking show. He's yeah. got a San Francisco hat <laughs> He's on. He's over there eating. <laughs> He's fucking stuffing his face with fucking. Oh, hey, listen, eat those pretzels. Those pretzels, 34 is only 120 calories. I love it. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> Salty. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So then you come in on a great goose, San Rafael Bridge, and then you come
3: in, you see that, that prison. The sun's going down, you see that prison, it's like, oh, it's like, it's scary, dude. It really is. If anybody, if anybody tells you they're not scared, it's never been there. There's a lion through their fucking teeth, right? Because that's a scary experience.
2: I've driven by there and been been scared. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so then you go in, right? And the and the and the, and, and and you go in and you put, and then when they get you off, like so they they get you off the off the gray goose.
3: Yeah, they keep bringing you off and they take you into R and R and they start processing you. Hold
0: right. on a second. Now in the movies, that's
3: a, wait, it's a unique experience in itself, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. In the movies, the way they show it is, it's like dudes get off the gray goose and then there's all. A bunch of prisoners up against the fence yelling. And that
3: happens, but we came at night time, so the yard was locked down. There was nobody out. Right. So and- movie, I mean, movies usually are movies. They exaggerate sure. pretty much. All right. So you, great goose. You saw like fucking a single file. Yeah, you You'll- get there. They call you off the bus. They check your check your ID card, make sure they get you. Call you off by name, and
0: you know you're just
3: fucked. You're fucked. And I'm, you I'm look- doing a life sentence, and I'm going to San Quentin. I mean, what's the chance to be living through this? You know, That's what no, I'm thinking no, in my man. mind. No. So, Jesus Christ. I get get off the bus. They take you into R&R, strip you down. You go through that whole process of being what stripped What does R&R out. stand for? Uh, receiving and re- release and receiving.
0: Does it mean rest and recreation? No. No,
3: no rest, no recreation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for my cases, he's receiving. There's no release. Gotcha. So... Uh, you go in, you get processed, you get, your, you get your little ditty bag and all that shit they're going to give you, you know, your blues, you, you go, and so now they march, here's the best part of this whole experience, and they do this intentionally, they take you down to, and this time they took me to A section, which is Alpine section, it's five tiers high, oh, right, fuck. you walk in there and it's, everybody's TV's on, everybody's on the gates, just screaming and yelling, it's crazy. And they put you on the wall, line you up on the wall, strip you out again in front of everybody. Got you bent over, asshole hanging out. Cough. Hold
0: on. Yeah. Hold the fucking yeah. <laughs> phone. Hold the fucking They just phone.
3: did this now. Remind they just did this down at R and R. This whole process. Now they take you up to the blocks and do it again. Hold on. Hold on. This is fucking intense. It is intense.
0: All to right. To say the least. So you fucking. So they've already searched your body cavity. They stripped you down. They de loused you. you. They fucking spray no, you with the no, shit. No, they don't do none of that. Smack they, you around in the face, put you in the head. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, they'll smack your ass around. Believe me if you don't act right.
0: Okay. So you, <laughs> do, you already did. They've already seen if you got don't, anything.
3: They've done all. They already looked up all your right. ass and the places you've never seen, they've already been there. Right. They were yeah.
0: tickling your lungs. All right. And then what they do
3: is. They go all right. It, 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 they walk you into a tower, right? No, Alpine. No. no, they walk you into a block. It's called Alpine. It's sections. called a block. Yeah, co- back in those days, it was called A, B, C, D. It's a cell block. Yeah. That's right.
1: Where all the cells are the yeah.
3: cages, and these are cages. Yeah. In San Quentin, you. Can, cells I know are in bars. You can't see it. You can spin, but your hand, when you sit on your bed, this is how far you can reach. You can okay. So oh, he's, he's holding. Both walls, right.
0: He's holding his arms out. They're not even stretched out stretch all out, the way. No. They're bent, probably about like 35 degree yeah. angle, and he can touch both walls. Right. So that's that's more like a yeah, like that's more five like feet,
1: a, like five feet across. Maybe. That's Maybe like a tomb.
3: That's a tomb. And and two people and there, there's two people in the cell. Once you get processed and, and once you get classified and you, you you they determine what you're gonna do, they then you get a cellie, and. Two people can't be up at the same time. Right. Okay. So you come in after doing all the receiving, right? You come in. They take you to the cell block A. Right. A section, which is which was the, which is where you go. What's called red tag. They put you on a red tag for thirty days, while they make sure that you don't have any enemies that you can it's walk like the a CTQ. yard. CTQ. CTQ, Right. What's CTQ? To find the quarters.
2: Okay.
0: All right. So they so so they bring you in for thirty days to see what's up with you. Right. So make, sure for make sure that you
3: make sure you can do that. You can walk the main line. That you can, no one's going to murder you. Oh, because man. people, that's, I mean, that's a reality There you know, was, was over 200 stabbings when The first year I was in San Quentin Over 200 stabbings, yeah. there's only 365 yeah, days and in a the year We dude. had more than one stabbing a day there it's crazy
0: Okay, so wait, but this I'm still trying to, this still is Blowing my mind So cell block A It's got five
3: levels It's five tiers high, it's way up there Five stories, five
1: stories of cages
3: yeah, And right. then, well, and then on sure, against the wall like. Against the wall is two gunner, gun rails Which they can walk and see right They can shoot right in your cell And they're carrying high powered weapons I mean, And they will, shoot, and if shit, they will yeah. shoot your ass and If you're fighting with your cell or something They'll shoot you in your cell They're yeah. probably are 15 feet away
0: They're probably the highlight of their careers oh, they If they get that. to Shooting shoot did, one of you Let me tell guys. you
3: something about San Quentin Outside they have the gun Those gun walls The, the gun rails connect everywhere in that prison There's, They can walk anywhere on a gun rail and So outside Like when you go out to go to Chow or something they're The gunners up, st- up top have masks on. They used to, in San Quentin used to wear, because it's windy and cold, they'd wear masks, ski masks. Yeah. She so you couldn't see who they were. So you just got, basically, I mean, what you just
0: said, it's like you got basically masked gunmen yeah. on Snipers. towers. Snipers, right. Waiting to shoot your ass. Like, that's the highlight of their fucking thing. They're gonna tell that story for twenty five years yeah. if they get to. They do it. They
3: love to shoot you. There, there's no. They don't give a fuck about you. So mm.
0: okay. So they bring you in to the, the to the cell block of terror. Yeah. You're twenty five right it's already weird to have somebody strip you down and look at your <laughs> ass like yeah. let's not, let's
3: not... I, let me tell you i spent two years in county know, jail i'm already i'm already seasoned i'm ready shit. i'm ready to go this shit doesn't even bother me it okay me at this so point. you're like whatever yeah. but it's Naked like in front of anybody. it's like you sorry motherfuckers you know you're yeah. doing this this is done to humiliate you that's right. all that whole process is about
0: so they bring you up and they put you on the wall where everyone in those can five see five
3: tiers pretty much can see you
0: and and those guys know what's coming this sure. is the show
3: yeah, they, they know it's coming. They're waiting for that train to come in every it, Tuesday and Thursday. It's just fun it was, for <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else yeah. to do. Yeah, it's definitely fun for them. Boys. Yeah, because I, I partake. I used to partake in it myself. Yeah. Once, I, <laughs> once I was up there in the stands? Yeah. I do the same of thing. Of course, of you know? course, of <laughs> course. Right. Right. Uh, so that's just the highlight of your. You know, when you're stuck in a cell, that's what you do. It's you know either watching TV or you're you know you're enjoying someone's ass in your face, <laughs> 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 talking that <mad> crazy <laughs> shit to them. <laughs>
0: so these, so you had to come in,
3: strip down. Spread your ass. Yeah, bend over and cough. You know. Uh, of course you don't cough these... enough the first time so they make you cough again. Of course. You know. So everybody's hooping and hollering and talking crazy and <laughs> yeah. you know. uh, so who was your first who, who was your first selling? It's funny. My first show was a young kid from uh, down here, somewhere down here. I think Long Beach, as a matter of fact. And uh, he turned out to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. I love he it, did. Bro. He, He's gonna say that quite a few times yeah. during this uh,
1: talk. Piece I love it. <laughs> he was
0: like this. He was like this. He was like, "Who's your first? <laughs> Yeah, He was a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> I believe he resided in Long Beach, and he eventually evolved into be a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he was a piece <laughs> of shit.
3: He had a fucked up case. It turned out to be, and he got got. They, uh-huh. you know, because they know who you are coming in. You might not know who your cellie is when you first come in, but. Uh, they know, because when you get there, your captain's card he's already followed you and everybody in those days, convicts ran everything. So there's no hiding. Sure. They know if you have got a sex offense or something, you know that if you told on somebody, they already know. They're waiting on you. So this Sally, what did he do wrong? He had some kind of fucked up case. Right. Yeah. What do you mean by fucked up? Yeah, he, he had a sex case or something. That's what we found out later. They ended up getting him hit or stabbing him. So it might have been. We don't know. No, but no, it could have been I, something that's like what a pedophilia yeah, or some kind yeah, of, you know, if you if you have us
1: you know in prison in the prison setting, if you don't know uh they have jackets and if you have a r jacket right r you know, suffix r yeah suffix could mean maybe you have a rape or arson or sexual right. predator case or something for the child Piss child pissing in the public
3: can pro, be right. anything so you right. have to look into it
1: at that right. point right and these are and those types of crimes are looked down upon in prison and you're listed as a piece of shit yeah, that's piece basically of shit. what, that's
3: what that's you bad, are you're
1: classified my uh, my uh, uh, yeah. piece of shit and you can't live on uh you can't participate or live on the main line on like a four yard (laughs) can't participate like that yeah you can't participate (laughs) no longer participate in our program (laughs) yeah you can't live with the other inmates especially on a a level four yard it's the job of the inmates on a four yard to make sure that no guys like that are walking around
3: you
0: know what's interesting about that is that that goes back to what you're talking about like causes and conditions which lead to sometimes people committing crimes and like I imagine not only is somebody who's got an R, let's say, for, like, molestation, like, one of these pre—whatever, right? I got to imagine that some of the people that are in prison have been abused, mm-hmm. right? So they know what kind of piece of shits these people are, and that might factor into their decision, like, hey,
3: Absolutely.
0: There's uh, A. Absolutely. Yes, there's yes, a, there's yes a lot. of
3: course. Yes. I love that. There's a class system in prison, just like there is out here. Right. And in prison, it, the, the worst of the worst is the sex offenders. You know they they're the they're the ones that are on the bottom of the barrel. Right. You know there's people that test, people are telling each other they they those are classified and then and then you got regular convicts. Right. That Guys have,
0: are just like honest fucking robbing
3: banks. Yeah, I used, to, I used to, to kind of think you know, oh I got a, I got a respectable crime I murdered somebody. It's just mm-hmm. crazy the way people see shit in there.
1: <laughs> right. The whole world gets turned yeah, upside. It down. It is upside down. Right. And you and, and and yeah. And it is kind of looked at like that. Yeah. I was and
3: especially at, I on a, a on a yeah. four yard. Yeah. I had yeah. a good crime. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm like, it's crazy how people think in that and, and I got here caught the for a whole time we, we we hate rules, but yet we make rules in prison. Right. And it's really crazy because some of the it's the most twisted rules you'll ever see, but they work. Right. For they that work. environment. For that environment they work. Man, to that's keep interesting. the
1: insanity in check. You know, right. It is. And it's uh and it's uh the nickname for a murder in, in prison they call it a hot one. Yeah, got a hot one. Got, got a got hot one. one. Got caught for a hot one. And that's
0: and then that means that was that, that was a murder. murder. I mean, yeah.
3: yeah, I had a murder. That's interesting. So it's considered a hot one, which is you know the worst crime you can have as far as time wise. Right, but in there but it's, it's very expected like, crime. Right it's in there, crazy it's sick the way people think. Dude.
0: But you know what I mean? You know I mean, you, you can, can get it. I mean you understand. You kind of see the there.
3: logic. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you're right. That's when you put walls around somebody and say you're going to live in a five by ten thing and you're going to do this, that, and the other thing. You can see
1: how. And and you know what, too? It's it's living on a four-yard and doing time on a level four-yard. Yes, there's no night yard. Yes, there's all these hard things to, you know, you don't have a lot of freedoms on a four-yard. Yeah. But at the same time, as you start doing prison time, you start to understand that most of the best guys that you're going to meet and associate with are on four-yards. Right. You know who you're associating with. Right. They're usually, usually not molesters and... And rats running around on those yards, you right? Know? Um, so you usually make
3: you make friends for long term on those yards. Yeah. You know, you do time with solid people. I mean, you're not going to invite them home on the streets right, to your parents, exactly. you, but you'll invite them to your cell because those are those are decent, those are good people on the joint. Those are you know, it's like you call them that's a good motherfucker right there. With exact, exact, and that's exactly how you do it.
1: It's a solid motherfucker right there. It's a good motherfucker right there. You know right. what I'm saying? It's usually murder,
3: and I can tell you this: the really thing about prison is, you, you, it takes you a long time to build respect, but you can lose it that it, fast. Wow! Talk, yeah, yeah, that's quick. You can be gone. So you one to, little mistake, one little, just, and it's all gone. It doesn't take much, and, and you're, you're in, in the hat. Really, be on your, yeah. In the hat, in the hat means you're on the list to be hit. Yeah. So you're a no name good. that's in the hat, yeah, exactly, to you're be normal. hit. Yeah, and it only you. takes a
1: fraction, tiny little mistake. That's all. And that's it. And you could've been the most solid dude for twenty years in there doing work turn all on that in a
3: second, because you're dealing with animals. They're predators, and, and they're always looking for. You got to be on your game, p's and q's, because they're always looking for a weakness. And you can't, you can't let a motherfucker see weakness in there. Right. But so okay. But then,
0: then again, though, like, how does that play out? Because <clears throat> so you're how long? Let's say, let's ask this because I think how long were you at? Like, do you just stay at one
3: prison or do you move around? What happens? No, I moved a lot. I mean, I, I, they, when I was there, they started doing level three overrides, meaning what that means is they were overriding your point system, sending you to lower yards because they were having so much trouble. They were trying; they tried to change the prison population up. So, because ha- when I was in San Quentin, there was a war going on between the Mexicans, whites, and blacks, meaning Mexicans and whites against the blacks. Yeah, I feel like that war is probably still going on. It, well, it's really going on between the Mexicans and the blacks for sure, but the racial lines in, in prisoners in California is just—it's insane. I mean, it's very—you don't cross that line, yeah, as far as blacks are concerned. It's—it's—it's it's really bizarre. Yeah, everybody, everybody hates the blacks. The blacks hate us. It's just—and for no reason other than the color of your skin, dude. Right. It's just insane. Right. So, but it, I
0: guess people got to hate somebody yeah, where, wherever they Wow.
3: And you're made to hate. If you don't hate, then you know you're—you're you're getting. Then people are looking at you. Your own people going to get you. It's just—it's sick. That's crazy. So then, and
0: so then, how long are you at San Quentin for?
3: I'm at San Quentin for probably. About eighteen months. Okay, and then and And then then what? I get a a level three override. I go to Solidad Central, Solidad, where I spent eight years. Listen, you know what? I've been to
0: Solidad. I've been to Solidad. I was selling insurance, Mm -hmm. and I was selling insurance to prison guards. Really? (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Big money in that. Sure. Because they get injured, then they get their fucking payments, and they get their whatever. I was at Solidad. Uh, selling insurance to prison guards And I saw it That's I, bizarre Yeah, it's interesting
3: yeah. <laughs> That is bizarre
0: That's crazy. I should have been like 2000
3: and I want to say like maybe 14
2: okay. Not yeah, that I, long ago That was long
3: gone those days I, okay. I, I ended up so A little more my story is I and I, ra- I ran with a guy named Brad uh, Brad Bonetto from San Diego And he lived next door to me And his celly ended up transferring to Walla Walla He was from Washington Okay, and I was like, "Dude, how did you get transferred? How do you get transferred to Walla Walla, where they grow the onions?" I don't. Is that where they grow onions? Walla Walla onions, <laughs> fucking <laughs> never, famous ass fucking onions. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So he tells me, he says, I, "I got an interstate compact." I'm thinking, "What's an interstate compact?" I don't What is <laughs> sounds that? Like what a, is sounds like a sounds like a radio. Well, he explains it to me, and, and he shows me how to do it, and what it is. You request every state, and in, including foreign countries, have compacts with. Uh, with our with our country agreements and states have agreements with other states where you can trade prisoners or you can get sent to wherever you're from and they'll take you right well i ended up doing a prison called a prisoner exchange they exchanged one prisoner for another for me so i wanted to go home to nevada and they someone wanted to come here so right. i after 1990, 1992 i applied 1989 92 got approved. I got sent to Nevada. So that's about like uh, about 10, 11
0: years Not after. 11 years. I did. 11 years. What so you, you you leave California. I go to via Nevada
3: prison system. I go to Nevada prison system and I do 24 years there.
0: And what kind of
3: prison? What where did you? What, what city was that prison in in Nevada? Well, I ended up going to Indian Springs, which was 40 miles from my house. Oh. I was right outside Las Vegas, which is amazing. I mean, it just worked out beautiful for me. That's crazy. So I ended up I stayed there for a couple of years, Ended up catching a salt on my cellie. Uh wait, wait, what what happened? I just had a cellie. We were we were high. He was he was on meth, like using a lot of meth, bringing a lot of meth in. And he got into my pictures. Oh, yeah, what? Got, yeah, he wait. was doing a lot of foul shit in my pictures. He was he was putting backs on my pictures, new backs, and writing like he was a woman writing for her old man in the joint. What? Just spun out of his mind on that dope, dude. So I fucking beat the brakes off so of him. So you come I beat back. beat the brakes off of him. i <laughs> heard he, that a while. Say. Beat
1: the brakes <laughs> off of him.
3: That's a good one, isn't
1: it? Beat the brakes. Break I beat off the brakes off, off. Of him. You got to hit something hard yeah. to knock to beat the, the brakes off. <laughs> you got to hit something hard for the brakes <laughs> to drop uh, out from underneath. You know what I'm saying? I gotta remember that that's one.
3: That's one of those things. You've yeah, heard that that's Dude, I hadn't heard it in so long. I beat the <laughs> brakes off that yeah. motherfucker. Well, okay. So, sure, while, sure. I, while he was sleeping, I just took off on him. <laughs> <laughs> him. That's when he, he didn't have no respect coming because He was in my. He yeah. was really disrespectful. Right,
1: right, right. Hey, you're getting off about three, four with yeah. no yeah. blockage
3: at yeah. all, dog. Just getting just getting,
0: gonna, they're
1: just gonna eat him.
3: Just weird fucking yeah. notes he, on the back of his pictures? No, he was and He was sending them to porn stars. He was writing porn stars Like fan clubs. He was Just bizarre, dude. Yeah, with that but that sometimes that
0: met to make it kind it of. Ma- pour, it was a myth, but he had the responsibility for his job. Yeah,
1: you he did, do, hey. So, so, wait a second. Why, get why is he asleep? You got him. <laughs> you take off <laughs> so on he,
3: him. Yeah, yeah, he deserves no respect. That's that. all. I, yeah, 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 I want yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. he understood. Was
0: he on about. like the top bunk or the bottom? He was on the top
3: bunk. So he ended up ask you on that. the floor. <laughs> <laughs> let me me right top bunk. <laughs> and by the
1: time the brakes were
3: beating on <laughs> him, he was on the floor. <laughs> he was on the floor. He couldn't stop after Dude, that. Uh,
0: and so, like, what, okay, let me ask you a question. You guys on the top bunk sleeping, like, what's the move? How do you fucking stop? Well, st- he was
3: sleeping on his face. Fa- he was sleeping on his <laughs> stomach. <laughs> Facing me, and I just I just took off on him.
0: So do you just whack him in the side? Or do you yeah, yank I, him off the I, thing I, and I, you know, I hit him in
3: his, in his head a couple times and pulled him, <laughs> him off the bed. And it, it was – I had a partner that kept pulling me off him because I was – I'd lost it. I was trying to choke him out. Right, you got in the full boat. Yeah, you was were like, done. I was like, I was want to kill this guy. Rah. but but the weirdest thing about that was I, I had a, there was a cop that was working a unit who was he was it's amazing he wasn't in blue. He should have been in blue. One of them kind of guys. Yeah, and I told him what was going on. I said, "Could you do me a favor? If anybody comes, click my door." He's like, "I got you." And I told him what was going to happen, and he he had, he, po- he kept point for us. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. So. He came down while this was going on and looked in to make sure we were killing this guy. Yeah, and when they, he saw that cop look in and keep on going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. he he knew it was his life was probably over. <laughs> right, he <laughs> but he had a realization. He was, yeah, he was. You know what?
0: You've one. heard people say the term "rude awakening," but
3: that was a oh, fucking yeah. rude awakening. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it didn't end up that way. Thank God. Right, right,
1: right, right. Can pick up another murder in there. Yeah, right, and yeah. you know, did it add doing
3: it? what he did? They didn't deserve that. So I, I mean, he didn't deserve to be killed. You know,
0: right, but so anyway, the point being though, so then you picked up a case right there No, I
3: didn't pick up a case. It was silently. I ended up getting. I rolled up. Sil- I never got a write up. They they just you know someone told what would happen. He he ended up PCing, and uh, I ended up getting sent to Ely Mat, which was their max. Right. And okay, so what's the difference? Is California prison harder or lighter than Nevada prison? Oh, no, California's way harder. Nevada, California is really. I mean, Nevada is really soft compared to California. Right. How's a guy fucking doing meth in prison? How does that happen? You bring it in. It comes in through business.
1: It's easy. Yeah. you bring it. in the, Because like you're saying, it's soft. It's easier. There's just less. They're just not on you like they are in California. So yeah. how do
3: they bring it in? Well, you, well, I, I brought in dope for about 10 years before let's I got Let's talk
1: about that. I mean,
3: yeah, like, talk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> this has to come up. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. I don't know anything about bringing dope in. I never had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is Oh, so all... You do what you knew what you have to do to survive in prison. It's just the way it is. I, I was you're bre- 40 miles away yeah. from your home. I'm uh, bringing so dope So you had in. the hookup, Yeah, right? I got my girl. She's bringing, bringing me packages every week. Uh, she bringing it in. Or, you know, I'm she put it in her pussy, bring it in. <laughs> get it, you know, get to go to the bathroom a couple of times and make sure they're not on her, right? And then she get it, bring it out, and you keister it, stick it up your ass, right? So that's it it just there you process. go. And that's how you bring it in. Let me ask yeah. you a question, okay?
0: When you when you keister something, right? And you're in a situation like that, <laughs>
3: keister. Love that word, keister, mm-hmm. right? When you, when you're
0: when, you, when you're putting it in the musk pocket, <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing that, right? Um, And you're in a situation like that, right? I'm imagining that you don't have like Vaseline that will make it easier. You just got to jam it in there. Well, actually, what you do is you just a little
3: like coating on your. (laughs) This is really. Do we have to talk
0: about this? (laughs) Spit on it. Hey, listen, (laughs) everyone who's. Don't you know there's people
3: are going to hear this. They're like, really? Listen, if you're eating a
0: smoothie right now, put it down.
3: (laughs) All right. Here (laughs) we go. And what you do is you put, you know, you put a little Vaseline on your asshole. Before you go. Before you go in. But you also got to do this. Then you, you make your move, you put it away, and then you got to get make sure you got that wiped off so they don't see it when they when they go back, when you get stripped out. Right. Because exactly. they see Vaseline on it. I on got
0: yet. it. So let me let, let me see if I can put it in layman's terms. <laughs> All right. So you got to oil the hinge. You got to oil oh, yeah. Right? You got to oil the hinge on the front part, but then when you're done doing what you're doing, you got to wipe off the knob yeah. so nobody sees yeah, That's That's what you do. Damn, you gotta do what you got. But by
3: then, dude, I
0: mean, like you were saying, you've been processed
3: so many times. It's like whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, not, I mean, I'm in prison. I'm I'm in prison the rest of my life. I'm not going. I'm going to live. My, I'm going to live life as comfortable as I can in here.
0: All right. So, so she brings it. How does she move it to you? Like if she's got it in her vagina, right? Which I can see how that works, right? She goes to the bathroom. Then listen,
3: are there people watching the visiting? There are people watching, and plus there's cameras. But it's 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 so easy if you know what you're doing. It's so easy to make a move. All right, And get away with it And I did it for a long time Without ever getting caught
0: Right And then so Okay So then sh- she puts it in her vagina And then she takes it out And then How does she slide it to you Like I, I, I'm well, imagining a lot of times
3: They'll do is like guys do Is they'll get an M&M bag Or something And they'll put it in there And they bring it to you And you act like you're eating it And get it in your mouth And you go from there a lot of guys swallow it. I never swallowed shit because I wasn't taking that chance of it breaking open my stomach and, you know, and ODing. Oh, man, that's genius. Plus, I want to get it out. I want to get high as soon as yeah, I get it back. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to wait two days for it to pass through my system. Right. So. Yeah. Okay, so that's genius. So what you're, so there's an M&M, peanut M&M. <laughs> there's an
0: M&M bag. And <laughs> whatever kind of bag. Or yeah, tissue. Yeah, whatever. Or just or anyway. Mustard. And she just slides it yeah. to you. And then and it's in there, and he's acting like he's eating m M&M. and right. But then I would think that there would be some CEOs or whoever the fuck it is that are watching this film and like, look at look at look at Brian over there. How many <laughs> how much how many M and M's is that motherfucker? <laughs> every time all day. that get, <laughs> Well, I guess his thing is M and M's. I say his woman brings him M and M's every single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's look like a little. Do they kind of know and they don't give they a know. fuck?
3: They know. They know. They know. They're just like whatever. Yeah, isn't, as it long cops, as you don't front them yeah, off, no, they don't give a shit. They don't man. want to be the one that let it happen on their watch and get caught. Most of them don't care. They just want to do their nine to five and off the door. And and you know we're doing our thing, they're doing their thing. We're living our lives, they're living their lives. Right. And okay. So be slick about it. Yeah. Just don't be, uh, don't just don't front them off. Right. So then when you okay, so then that's going
0: down. What is it that she's bringing in? Well, I was just bringing well, I was bringing heroin and meth in mostly. Right. And then uh and then so uh what's it like getting high in prison, man?
3: Oh. Uh, it's how you escape. I escaped I was getting high for years in prison.
0: Yeah. Does that make it easier to do yeah, that makes, time? It makes it a lot easier.
3: It's why it's why
1: heroin is such a popular drug in prison. Because that's that's right, that's the drug you want to do yeah. if you're gonna be locked up. Why? Cause you can just sit back and none of it matters.
3: Yeah, you relax and you yeah. nod and you just go through your thing. But meth, that's a different program. Meth is like,
1: oh my God. <laughs> I would feel like the time would oh my seem
0: longer God. on oh meth. Not only are
3: you up all day and all night, you're now you, well, you half the time you're paranoid. So yeah, you know, you, now you're you know you're it's just you crazy think, shit going. You can't like. get your porn, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're,
1: You got yeah. magazines. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah next the thing you know, magazines are the big thing. So and then good. when
3: they took all those away, It got really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> they took our magazines away. Well, you want us to be gay? I mean, I don't understand what you're doing, The answer. Start yes. real horny yeah <laughs> <laughs> with nothing to do right don't use I don't but, use so
0: that's when you start looking at everything that's got
2: around round like, <laughs> oh no, hey, it's like, not like that's that right. you're <laughs> no. like look that's at
1: why that you don't want to do meth in prison yeah you
2: like, don't. That's the worst. because that makes you, you want to have sex
3: Yeah. yes and there's nothing to have sex with yeah. in prison in prison except some bad options yeah unless that's what you're into and whatever you're into you're into but I wasn't into that so it wasn't my thing right so right I, I was a heroin addict That's what I usually I did more than anything else Alright
0: but then I would think Okay so you, Let's say you're, you're in heroin And I could see now I could get like Okay You're gonna you get, It's gonna calm you out You're gonna be able to But Like you said Like you don't know What's gonna happen in prison And it's not like You got a sure hookup, Like or Or Something's gonna happen And then If you've been doing heroin Let's say six months And then a riot breaks up yeah. Or some
3: shit goes down Or your girl don't make it That weekend then you're gonna be sick, you're gonna right? Be sick as a dog. Yeah, I've been there, been there many times. Damn, what's it like to be, uh, dub sick in prison and not have any options? It's horrible, dude. It's like having, it's like having the flu on steroids. Damn, that's, that's the options. That's, I mean, that's the uh, symptoms you had from. From heroin.
0: And do does like does the do the do the guards do they know? They're like, ah, oh, this guy's yeah, fucking
3: the guards don't give a shit, dude. They 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 don't care about nothing. And they're probably
0: like, it's fine if he's sick, because that's one less person we gotta well, worry yeah, about. As
3: long as you're not bothering them, they don't give a shit what you do.
0: And what do you do? you just lay up in the bed and just fucking- that's what I did.
3: I, I I just laid until that passed until I got my visit. How many times did you have to kick? Cold uh, turkey? I, don't, I don't even know. I have no <laughs> idea. Became a pro at it, huh? I was good at it, yeah.
1: ah oh, man, that's just that's a, a, a you just yeah, learn to a,
3: deal with it. It's one of the things you deal with. You, know, you, you play, you know, you make that choice. You deal with it. Right. All right. Got it. So. Um,
1: so, Brian, let me ask you a question. So. How long did you how long? How many years did you spend in Nevada prisons? Uh, 24. 24. Now, upon paroling, they had to bring you back to California. Right. Well, here's
3: what the weird thing about my parole. I went to I went to the board. I got a two year denial. So I've had, well, had had many by then oh, so, Okay
1: back up back up a second When did you start did you start Because uh, under okay let's say you've got 10 years in let's say you've knocked out 10 years of your prison term right As at that point in time Do you start thinking about that 17 18 years I might get out In
3: 8 well, I've done 10 I never thought I was getting out dude. I, I, I mean I was I, I Wasn't you know I, I didn't fool myself well, okay. Okay. Thinking I was getting out, I thought I was never getting out, so I just so I just dug in and got comfortable. Right, right, right. Dug in. There it is. Yeah. That's a, that's
1: a good term for it. So when do you start? At what year do you start coming up eligible for parole hearings? Uh,
3: my first hearing was in 1999. So that was called my initial. So you go a year early, so they get you prepared for the board. Then I go to the board, I get a three-year dump. So Three listen, you guys understand that? No.
1: So at 1999 they're saying the prison board is saying that he is possibly qualifying to get parole, a parole date. Right.
3: Right. So the, uh, the so the potential's there. Yeah, well the law says they have to do what they do, but they're in violation of their own they were in violation of all their of all their uh, title 15s which governs all the rules in prison which are laws. Why were they in violation? Because they broke every because they never followed the law. They never followed their own their own rules. About when it comes to parole, they weren't parole and lifers at all, and the only people going to 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 a parole board in California are lifers. So the parol- so
0: so 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 basically, the law was saying like <clears throat> you could be paroled, yeah. and but do, they if weren't, and they this, weren't following
3: this, this. Then we have to parole you. Well, they weren't doing that. Got it. So I get I get my I get my first three year dump. I go back to board. Get I kept getting denial, denial, denial. Then they changed the law. They changed, what came up with what's called Marcy's Law. So during Marcy's law was it changed the parole conditions from now you can get a, here's you can get a three, a five, a 10, I mean, three, five, seven, ten, and 15 year dumps. You can't get explain what a dump is. It's a denial. It's Got a, it's it. A, it's, a bo- it's a So, so they come up denial. for
1: parole and they'll go, you know what? We're going to deny you for three years. You haven't done. You don't get to come. Yeah. You don't get to come and see us see again us for parole for three years
3: or we're
1: going to deny you for five years. So you don't get to come back for another prison hearing or a parole hearing for
3: five years. That's fucked up. Okay, so, so what they do is, and they reserve the 15-year dumps for, like, gang members, people that are active doing... Right, they don't want shit. those guys, come want back those guys coming back year after year, yeah. wasting everyone's time. So How many dumps did you get? Uh, I'm not even sure. I, got, I probably got about s- maybe five or six dumps. Not a lot. I mean, it's people, some people get way more than that. Right. So I get, I get a two-year denial. I come back to the board. The law changes. I get a five-year denial. Damn! I'm like, what? What just happened? Yeah, right. What did I do wrong? Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I didn't even have a write-up, so I don't know what. So based on the law, so then I I can appeal it, but I don't. I wait the five years. Right. I come back, and now by this time I hear Governor Brown's, Jerry Brown's back, and he's letting people out. Right. So I'm doing what I have to do. I go back. I go back after a five-year denial. They find me suitable. I was like, what'd you say? I, really, I literally asked him to repeat it. Is hold that, on, hold, on, hold that, on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So you had a
0: two-year dump, meaning... You Coming off a two-year denial. And then you had a five-year dump, was like, look,
3: buddy, yeah. law come changes. Come in five. You know, they didn't say that. They just based, we don't think you've done, you don't have enough insight into your crime, then you, you go back and think about what you did and why, you're, why you committed your life crime and come back and see us in five years. Got it. Then Jerry Brown comes back to town and then you are like, okay, and did you write something different on that? No, I just, I mean, I had a complete insight into my case, in my opinion. I mean, I, and, I, and I ran it to them. I mean, I talked their language the whole board. That's, I, my board was two and a half hours long. Board. So, my board hearing. So I know what they want. I mean, I know, I mean, you by then, you know exactly what they want to hear. Right. So how many they, people are on this board? There's two, two commissioners. Okay. Uh, my attorney and a DA from the, from, the, from Los Angeles County. Okay. Who is com- does not want you out he's doing everything he can to keep you in. Got it. So they find me suitable. And right there, they find you suitable? They find me suitable. And, get, and, and, said, and so was here's
1: this the first, first time, first time that I, you believed. You actually had a chance to well, get out.
3: I, now I do have a chance.
1: And how old are you? I mean, how I'm, deep are you in this? Well, I'm 69 years old. No, no. How, how, okay.
3: When you find out you're suitable. When you yeah. find out you're suitable. I'm So fine you've out. done your fucking sentence. Done already. My, I've done my entire sentence. I've done over my entire sentence. Right. So now here's the worst part of it. Here's the worst part of the time, most worst time I ever did. California is one of the four states that the governor has the final say. So no matter what the board says, the governor has to review your case. He has to review every single case. One more fucking. One day. more hurdle I have to try to get over. And how many days do they have? So he has 120 days to make his decision. And There's he three th- things he can do: he can either send it back to him, but uh, he can deny you. He can he can pull your date. He can let it stand, or he can send it to M Bank, which is all the commissioners, and that's what you don't want. So why don't you want that? Because then you got 11 or 12, whatever how many commissioners are looking at it, and they and they have to be in agreement to let you go. Jeez so yeah it's a sick thing dude i mean and that was the worst 120 days of my life so
0: for 120 days your deal was sitting with jerry brown and you don't know which way it's know. gonna go
3: i'm thinking i don't have i mean i'm thinking i got a fucked up case i'm i am i got a cry i killed somebody so i'm thinking he could but i don't have i'm not an active gang member right i do have some fucked up shit i've done in prison right uh but I don't think I've got one of them kind of cases that really? warrants him to, to, pull, my, to pull, my, pull my date.
0: So for that 120 days, how many different scenarios well, went through, know, through your head?
3: You try everything you can to try to get your mind off it, but it's there. And then the worst part of it is during that uh, uh, Let me see. I count my March. A month later, my mom passes. Uh, but at least she knew I was coming home. Right. And I never told her about the 120-day thing. She never knew that. Right. So cuz I did not need to be stressed about that shit too. Right. So now 120 days passes. I get a, they come they come get me and take me up to my see my counselor. When I walk in the door, she's already smi- she can't even hide the she's already I already know what happened. They they're they I'm getting out. So he took no action. So that means I'm going home. So on July 6th, I was they came and got me. And let me ask you a question, man. Like Yeah, no. I
0: mean, I can feel the the emotion coming up, and I can imagine that after spending that much time, and reflecting on what happened, all that shit, right? I can imagine how emotional it will be to then all of a sudden see a finally in this life you led, right, finally a positive sign of like, hey,
3: it's gonna be okay. Well, let me tell you this part. Here's the reason I got out. I didn't get out because any other reason than my age. And the Governor Brown's uh, one of the things he tried to do because they were told they lost the lawsuit. They fought the prisoners filed a lawsuit because of the overcrowding, the, the metal, bad right. metal conditions. Right. And really you know about it. Yep. Well, they lost that suit, and they were ordered to get the prison population down to 137 percent. Right. And they had so much time to do it. Right. right. And they had to do it. So, governor, excuse me. It's all right. So go. So he had all kinds of different things he had to do. And he, came, he would use unique ways to get that prison population down. So what they basically did was redirect everybody to county jails. Now people are doing 10-year ca- prison bits in county jail. Right. Things like that are going on. But you, so had, to come back sta- to,
0: you had to come back to California to have
3: Jerry. Because you were in Nevada. You had to come back to California to have Jerry Brown. Well, I, had to, I got released, and they, had, they came and got me and took me back to California. Right. So I was out of state, so I wasn't on the count. Right, So that's another unique way they send people out of state 60,000 prisoners or something out of state There's just a, lot, a bunch of people out of so state
0: So that then if there's an overcrowding pop
3: thing They can say well that one doesn't count Yeah it doesn't count, not, he's not on our account All right, so, so I get So I find out what they tell me is The Kelvin Brown's administration passes a I think it's called the Senior Parole Act or something of that nature If you're 60 years old, you've been now 25 plus years yeah. And you're not an active gang member And certain things you qualify That you, that you fit the criteria They let you go so right. that's, I was let go because of my age. And what does it mean
0: to a man? Like, what does it mean to a man when you did whatever you had to do and you've been carrying this shit on your shoulder for fucking years? What does it mean to you to actually know and start the process of
3: walking out of this institution? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was bizarre because they when they came and got me, they they – they strip me out <laughs> to go through. Can't get away from that strip out, dude. That shit just nonstop. <laughs> right. So I don't know what their deal is about looking at your ass, but they, they seem to have this thing about it. I don't know. What, I don't think I, I would want to do it, but they do. Anyway, he strips me out, puts me. Now I get dressed. He shackles me back up again. Here I am on. I'm parole, and I'm here. I'm in shackles. You know? And he puts me in a, a, a Dodge chal- a Charger, a chal- Charger. And this thing looks like a tank. It's completely caged in. It's a roll cage. I mean, I'm here. I'm in. Still in prison. So it's it's not that easy to get out of it's the not mouth easy to of get of out the of that beast. shit, dude. To get out of them shackles, dude. I, I, I'm thinking I'm I'm, I'm paroled and they're and still got me in handcuffs and chains and the whole nine yards.
0: How and and are you? Do you when do you cry? At, like, when
3: do you cry when you can finally allow yourself <laughs> to believe it? Dude, I started crying when they told me I for what I got paroled. Mm. I'm in a little. I'm in a, like a phone. I'm in a phone booth, dude. That's how big of a place I was in or how small it was. And when they said I was found suitable, I asked them to repeat it and they did and I just started crying. Right there. Man, I can see it still makes
0: you tear up now.
3: <laughs> Kinda of like right now.
0: Yeah, it's a deep
3: <sighs> Well, I lost my I lost my mom. That's what really fucked me up. Yeah. And, and
1: and your mom passed uh within this hundred and twenty days. She passed uh like a month later devastating bro
3: just devastating but like you said man at least she knew you were getting out yeah she knew so uh, they come and get me put me in shackles now I, i'm talking to this guy the whole time we're, we're talking so he doesn't know who i am he's just got a he's just got a you know whatever they tell him about me he doesn't know a lot about me right so we're talking we talk the whole time we get into california and he's taking me to sacramento he's driving you. he's driving me so finally now we talk for a long time he pulls over to a uh, into a parking lot, and it's an
2: in an out Burger. <laughs> 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 so I haven't had it in a burger,
3: ever. <laughs> so, That's crazy. So he pulls over. He, he, he takes me out, and he tells me uh, I'm going to take the shackles off. So he takes the shackles off, and uh, we walk into an outburger. out Burger. And I'm thinking everybody's looking at me Ain't nobody's looking at me, dude I'm dressed like everybody else You wear regular clothes? Yeah, I'm wearing regular clothes And so is he He doesn't look like a cop You can't really tell He's he's an agent CDC Yeah, Yeah, he's an escort He doesn't have no gun or anything visible Hey, man Hold on a second (laughs) Hold on a second
0: so, like, he says, we're at In-N-Out Burger, and you know what In-N-Out Burger is? I mean,
3: I've heard of it. I've never been to it. Can you I, already smell it? Oh, man. It's Can you like, smell you know, the grilled like oven, <laughs> <dude. laughs> <laughs> Right? It's like heaven. After what I've been eating in Nevada, the worst <laughs> fucking, let me tell you, Nevada's 50 in every, 50th in everything, every category there isn't, you know, when it comes to the worst of everything. And what kind of food do they serve you in Nevada? It's horrible, dude. It's not, I mean, you have to, you have to hustle to, to eat in there. You don't go with y'all, and he's bad. I just <laughs> feel sorry for guys who didn't have money. So 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 you so so you so you're like this is in and out and it's like the
0: red and white. He sign. tells me
3: order what you want. <sighs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> really? And you like and you walk in <laughs> and you feel self conscious because like. Well, I think everybody knows I'm in prison. I just yeah, got. Pr- yeah, I'm on yeah, parole. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows. You so never. But nobody knows shit. They don't know me. I mean, they, no one's even looking at me, but I think they are. You know? <laughs> Some right, guy's yeah. probably like, hey, man, you're behind me, <laughs> yeah, Jack. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get an order or what? Man? Yeah, I can hurry it up, Grandpa. He's so we, like, we hey. order, we get our order, we sit down, and we eat. What'd you order? Hold on, yeah. My number two. <laughs> 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 he told me to order. He said that was the one, so I did. That's it, yeah. I, I, I... So, dude, so you weren't even sure what to order well, yet. I, no I would have been
1: like, can I get two number twos? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, I'm still at this point. He tells me to order what I want, but I'm thinking, you know, I'm... I'm not going to just, you know... Order everything I want. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> he's buying, so
0: you're t- So you, you're still in the mind frame of like, wait a second, I don't want to blow it up too big yeah. yet, cause I don't want to fucking yeah, fuck any yeah, shit. I out. I don't, don't want to feel that. like
3: some, you know, something like I'm just some fucking slob and buy what I want. You, you, see, know, that? More. you yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You he see does that, does that? You see that? You could do blows. 35 year, whatever, and still have dignity. The guy yeah. comes out of shackles and he's still like, look, <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, prey exactly.
2: upon this guy's polite. And I could have. And I could have. I could have. Yeah, I could can. I could
3: have made him, sp- I made him spend fifty bucks, but I didn't. You, you, uh, you. Let's, that's a gentleman.
2: Wait, the number Absolutely. two is just a
3: single burger, right? Uh, I don't think it is a single. It's. Uh, is it uh, the number one's the double burger, right? I, think I the don't two know. Two is the good one. He said. So I don't, that's yeah. why I, I don't know. It was. It was I'm like on, heaven, dude. You're listening to him. Bro. He's telling yeah. you it was good. No. All right, yeah. all right. Hold on a second. Oh, you can pull it up right there.
0: I'm running right now. <laughs> well, now let me ask yeah, you. I you love this.
3: Google, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I love the internet Right. They didn't
0: have Google when you went in. No, went in. You had to actually go down to an actual library and see <laughs> yeah. if you could find that you shit. You ain't pulling this up.
3: <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> so, uh, did, you, did you take your time? Like, what did you do when you had that
3: burger in your head? Oh, I just ate and was watching everybody because I just making to make sure they weren't watching me. You know, it, was just, it was just a re- surreal experience. Right, yeah. right. Number
0: one is the double double. So he knows, huh? <laughs> <John> Number <laughs> number two Damn. is the
3: cheeseburger. Okay, that's what I ordered then.
0: You got cheeseburger, fries, and a drink. Tr- right. So you were that's so
3: gentlemanly, I mean. you didn't even want to. you didn't even want no, to go for the the double. Game. I just didn't want to overdo win. it. It seemed like I was this guy. Right. You know, I'm just gonna take advantage of this cop. But I, I can't man.
0: believe. I mean, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. I mean, this guy, <laughs> right? All the stuff that he went through, all the different things <laughs> he went through, and at the very end, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to take advantage of this cop right here. I'm going to order a simple cheeseburger because I'm a gentleman. (laughs) I'm not a fucking pig. I'm not a scumbag. I'm not a slob.
3: All right. So, okay. And so so you're there. Here we eat. We eat and we go back to the car. He doesn't put me back in shackles. Oh, and he's supposed to. That's crazy. Because uh, you didn't do the double nah, double. Nah, maybe that's what it is. But <laughs> yeah. He just now he knows I'm the kind of he trusts me. I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to assault you talk,
1: him. Now you talked for a while too. Yeah, we've been talking
3: been for been down. a long time. We went to Nevada for all the way from Northern Nevada to, to almost to Sacramento. Damn, quite a long drive. Yeah, that is. So and it and it ain't that interesting of a drive. Either. No, it's not a good drive, especially. Where I'm really uncomfortable because I'm in a cage. Right. You know? So. He never puts his shackles back on, and we end up in Sacramento, which he changes another agent t- takes takes over. Did that ta- guy put you back in shackles? No, All no. Right. Takes me to uh, uh, the parole office in San Francisco. They process me there, and then they take me to uh, Delancey Street, where I was supposed to do two years. And what is that? What place is that? It's uh, it's on Embarcadero. It's, it's on Embarcadero and Delancey. It's a huge mansion of a hotel. This, this, this Mimi, me, 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 I forget, Mimi... Mimi still—I forget her name—but she started it. It's a place with about 500 people, and it's a—it's a—it's a rehab center. But it's an incredible place, dude. It's just—it's amazing. But it's a work. What it really is is a work in your face program, and I wasn't ready for that. What does that mean, work in your face? It, it mean, constantly, you constantly—you work 16 hours a day, just doing really dumb shit. Minimal, just moving chairs and doing repetitive things. It's just. So it's the, Supposed to get you to work to learn how to work to, with each other and work together. And the idea was to keep you fucking busy, yeah, so that you wouldn't but maybe. The place takes. I mean, the place was incredible. It was a mansion. It was a. It was a. It was a hotel. Is what it is. It's got like five hundred rooms. Let me ask
0: you a quick question. What? So okay, you had the in and out. You had a little. You wet your whistle on a little <laughs> cheeseburger. When did you have the
3: meal that you've been waiting for thirty years to have? Where you were like, "Fuck uh, this! Well, I t- am this is gonna, gonna blow your mind." Yeah. But I was a cook when I got out. after I once I once I got out, and I'll tell you how I got out of Delancey Street. But once I got out of there, and I went through Walden House, and I graduated there, and went to work. I was a cook, you know, because I I cook and I like to cook, so I did that for a while. But I didn't have the meal that this is going to be. This is crazy. I was just telling Steve about it the other day. I didn't have a steak until recently, and I've been out almost three years. Okay, so when you say you had a steak, you haven't had a steak until recently. What did when? How well, long ago? Uh, a month ago, not even a month. A month ago, yeah. A steak. I went to a place called uh, a, month, a month ago Texas Roadhouse. You guys familiar with it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty incredible place. Pretty good. A, a, a girl that I'm seeing took me there, and I hadn't been there. I'd never been, never heard of it. We went, went inside, and they got this big case of steaks, and you order the steak you want right there. And I ordered this, we I ordered two ste- one for me, one for her. And they were they were like twenty ounce ribeyes. They were thirty bucks a piece, and you get the meal was like a hundred bucks. Well worth it. So, hold on, hold on, hold and on. And I took half the steak home because I couldn't eat it all. That's how big it was. So that and was you're my like first a big steak.
2: dude. You're
0: yeah. How tall are you? 6'3". Six, 6'3", three. Six, three, and he couldn't eat a, a 20. Let me tell you something. I, I in my, like, I'm five, five, five six, and I've eaten a porterhouse for two <laughs> in one city. I can't do no it. No problem. It, dude, dude, From, dude. You what can, about? Dude, Sean and I, <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. Sean and I together ate four... Ribeyes right wow. together <laughs> yeah. because we did the ribeye challenge. Because one day, oh, Sean, you gotta eat so
3: much, eat it all. Or so no, no, away. no,
0: listen to this, listen to this. Like Sean and I like food too. So, Sean, I talk, I call I'm like, Sean, we gotta listen, let's, let's eat a real, let's find out what the best fucking ribeye in Los Angeles really is. I hear a lot of talk, and we went and we went to different butchers, we went to different. Uh, stores. We drove in a circuit of about thirty miles to pick up four of the best, hands down, raw ribeyes. We. It was amazing. And we even got one that was aged. Dry oh, aged. I love it. Dry I love, aged. I Dry aged. Those, we got grass we took,
3: Maybe that's the next one. Listen, <laughs> we took them back. We took them back. We
0: we we went on. Uh, we got the exact way, the best way to cook a ribeye. Not too much bullshit Salt on it. Salt and pepper. That's, that's it. it, right? Yeah. Hot pan. Da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah. Did them all identical. Kept them identified we even timed the rest, <laughs> the right rest, everything, and we cut into those and ate those ribeyes. They were perfectly cooked. They were oh so. It was probably the best
1: food experience I've ever had. Oh, it was amazing, man. and it yeah,
0: delivered. Man. And right. and at the very end of it, we determined that the dry aged ribeye, Is that was the creme de la creme. Now crème. I have to you guys, guys and I am,
1: I am. You guys, when you're talking about cooking ribeyes, buying ribeyes, aged ribeyes, yeah prime cut ribeye you're talking about what i do for a living right i eat and cook ribeyes i've eaten them at the best restaurants i personally cook ribeyes two to three days a week right well let me tell you this marbled aged oh yeah bro like i'm the i know about what you guys are talking about when you talk about that right and the 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 dry aged ribeye is the best taste it is Rib, uh, be, you know It's the most uh, complex So I had my second it's, steak uh, Last right, night Marbled right <laughs> So <laughs> I made I made ribeyes you, know, you did Not dry yeah. aged But I bought ribeyes From the butcher Yeah, and yeah. had marbled ribeyes Last yes, night sure for I did.
3: us With rice And their, with a salsa side It was just It was Ooh. incredible dude You got right. pictures of it Yeah I got pictures of it yeah. nice. For sure Okay So that was my second steak Since I've been out three years Nice Okay so let me ask
0: you A question then Alright What's Real quick, it's like r- rapid fire Was there, when you got out And you finally had some you know, time to fucking go And buy some shit Was there one snack food that you were like I gotta try this, I've been seeing it on TV Never had that, I gotta try the fucking Chili no, chilitos."
3: No, there wasn't dude
0: Was uh, there a drink where you are like Okay, I've heard about
3: Dr. Pepper I never really had one No, I it. had all that there, there was, There's really nothing I can pinpoint that, that I wanted to have when I got out I know people say, oh, not, I didn't know what meal they are going to have I didn't Okay, now I just at, thought just getting out was just, just it was a, just like an amazing experience for me to
0: get and let out. Let me ask uh, you a question. This is serious now. This is let's calm it down and let's get real for a minute. We've had a, an amazing discussion, but this is about to go to another level.
3: Okay, here we go. All right, this is, is about gonna to make me cry. I don't know. You, you <laughs> Everything know we, makes me cry. Right?
0: No, no, we have just, I'm a sensitive
3: guy. Everything yeah. makes me cry. Nah,
0: listen. Tell me, please, please, if you could. If you would be gentlemanly enough to well, do I told you at the beginning now there's not a question I won't answer what was the first time you finally were able to be
3: with a woman? oh God <laughs> <laughs> what was that like uh it, it's hard you can't describe it dude it's just it's the way the smell the feel- it was amazing. No, I mean, you, can't, you can't How
0: long after Right You made it to Fucking Delancey Street Or whatever wh- At what point Were you able well, to you find got, Well
3: you have to understand I was in Delancey Street For two weeks or Almost a month They got me out of there Put me into A Walden House Which you're you're under Scrutiny the whole time Yeah So it, I wasn't with a woman For six months <sighs> After that Yeah but I mean, you could. So it was driving me crazy, dude. But you
0: could run your own game. I mean, you would had a little more options. So yeah. obviously, you could take your time in the shower or whatever
1: you do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, every, you know, you can't, take, you can't take all that much time in Walden House. No, shower you can't. There's a lot
3: of guys <laughs> drive so, by, yeah, by the same shower. Right. Right. He so, still didn't get to that yet. Yeah. So I, uh, until I, I actually, the woman I was with, we ended up started dating, and it was really a strange. The way it happened was. She was in an abusive relationship. I, someone asked me. I've had. A, a, I just bought a brand new car. <sighs> finally bought my first car, and I, which I knew I, was, I told myself what I was gonna do. Yes. So I, I did. Uh, and this girl that I know, she asked me if I would get, take. A friend of hers was. Uh, was would I take her to her? She was quitting the program she was in because of some foul shit they'd done to her. Yeah. She'd been there eleven months. Complete. Done everything she's supposed to do. So I said, sure, I'll take her. So. She's, she goes, I'll give you $20 in gas. I said, oh, I'll do it. And I took her to Oakland and dropped her off in Oakland thinking I'd never see her again. Yeah. N- never thought much about it. We had small talk. She was with somebody, so I didn't disrespect her. Right. And uh, about a, about a month later, I get a call from the same girl telling me, man, can, this guy's abusing her and doing this and doing that. Would you go get her? And I said, absolutely, I'll go get her. <sighs> so she said, listen, the guy's just left. Please go get her. So for the first, they called me back up. They called me. And told me the guy was And I said, "Listen, what do you want me to do? I'm on parole. Call the police. Right? That's what they're here for. I'm right? Not, you want me to go down there and go to jail? Right? You know, domestic thing? No, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that, dude. I, you know how long I've been away? I don't need <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm about. I'm trying they to figure out how that. to. Eat.
0: I'm trying to figure out how to eat a steak around <laughs> here. I don't need that.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna go fucking some place and play hero. Right. So I know how the domestic things turn out. Right. Right. So we get, we. Uh, I said, dude, and they don't call. I mean, I don't hear from her again. Now a couple weeks go by, and I get a call. Listen, she said, she, the guy just left, can, she, can you please go get her? I said, tell her, grab a bag, I'll come get her. Right. So I go, she's outside, I go get her, she jumps in, and we, we're going to go to Monterey is where her her friend's at. It's a very romantic place, Monterey. It's cool. So, But it only takes a couple hours, it took us about six hours to get there. Right. Because we're, we're, now we're talking, and still, I'm not hitting on her, and we're, we're getting close. And uh, we get to Monterey, uh, we spend some time there, and uh, I leave. Well, that, I, so I end up going back. Right. And one thing leaves another. We end up just hooking up.
0: Haaland,
3: <laughs> come on. What the fuck?
0: Listen, this
3: woman, this beautiful
0: spirit, this, this dignified this woman. This
3: 38 year old woman that. All right. <laughs> Much half my age. <laughs> all
0: right. We, and she will remain nameless because we're yes, gentlemen here. Absolutely. All right. But so listen. Well, we spent a year together after this. Beautiful. We, we were together for a year. It's a beautiful thing. So listen. And, and I know how a man's mind works because I'm a man. I mean, you don't even have to be away for that long for your mind to start being like, "Well, this might could possibly be to some." <laughs> I'm not gonna jinx it by yeah. c- counting my I'm, chickens. I don't
3: want to go buy no pussy, but I'm you know, not, yeah. not at this point yet. I'm not right. there yet.
0: Okay. Yeah, so. so this woman, right? You leave her, but you said one thing leads to another.
3: I mean, what? How, how did you? How well, did, we're, in a, we're in a motel room. We're all there's a bunch of us there. We're not just not just me. It's me, her, and her friend, and you know her 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 friend's friend, and and. She just comes over and starts coming on to me. That's how kind of how it worked, how it happened, and we just Ate
0: like dude. They come left on. and left come us alone Come there. on a second. <laughs> come on a second. So she comes. up. So you guys are just kind of hanging out. We're just kicking a, it, yeah, in a, a hotel, hotel, hotel room, right? He's he's all above
3: shopping. board. Yeah, not what is getting weird. And well, you yeah, Look at this. I'll be honest with you. She's, yeah, she's you know she's, just abu- she's just gotten out of just got an abusive relationship. Right. And I'm not gonna. I'm not the kind of guy that's gonna be, take advantage of that.
0: Right. You don't. You wouldn't don't even want... order the double double that no, like In I'm and not, Out. <laughs> How you <definitely laughs> so not... I don't want no
3: part of that, dude. I'm so not... you're
0: not pushing anything. No, absolutely not. Right. You're being a gentleman, which probably, right, in her estimation, probably made you like a, a gentleman.
3: Probably held you in higher esteem. Well, she, well, she's she made the first move on me, and that's what started it. What? Just... So let me ask you a question. What was the move? Well, I was laying on the bed and she was laying on the other bed. She just came over and got in bed with me. And that's that is obvious what was happening at that point. I'm not I mean, I remember. <laughs> I remember how that works. Well, that's you your know? question. Like, so do you
0: have to like exert some control not to go off in two seconds?
3: Well, I've never had that problem. But I mean I, some guys listen <laughs> I've never had that problem. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not being, you know, I'm not being a clown or saying I just never had that problem.
0: That's fascinating because some guys like if they go a long period without being with a woman, they don't even have an actual problem, but they're just so well, excited did, that they just fire off a shot it in didn't two work seconds. That way for me, not at <laughs> all, huh? It's like riding a <laughs> bike. Took a long
2: time <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you get, do it, And then was there? Was it? Let me ask you a different question. Was there? Okay, so um, Ash, so she got undressed, right? Well, yeah, that's pretty much how it works out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, are you, I mean, so on some level, are you also outside of yourself watching this and being like, all right, it's finally, you know, here it's been a long time, and here I am, and here's this moment?
3: No, it wasn't like that. It was just, it was like like I had never, like it was just, hadn't been going away that long. Like it wasn't that long. Just picked up right right where you left off. Yeah. yeah. Picked up right where you left off. Like it, just like we'd been doing it the whole time. Can you believe that? Wow. You weren't nervous about anything. Like maybe. Well, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous. I haven't been with a woman in something so many years. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but. Yeah.
0: But you knew the things still worked and all I that was stuff. comfortable with her. Right.
3: So it worked out. Look at that. This
2: guy. <laughs> right. Good what job, the fuck, Good you job, mentioned? good
3: there's job, a, Ryan. There's, a so guys, guys, there's, there's a lot of guys. These guys are holding up tens it's right surprising. now. So. Let, me, uh, let, me, uh, let me ask you. Uh,
1: let me ask you a question. What's been What's been the most at up you know over the last couple of years what what do you find g- tell me some of the most challenging things in paroling after doing 35 years in prison and r- you know readjusting to society today what what tell, tell me some of the what are some of the biggest hurdles that you've had to face
3: the biggest hurdle i've faced so far is, is the financial aspect of living out here in society being able to take care of yourself, take care of yourself, because and I live in a, I live in a city where where I'm required to live there because I'm on parole. In San Francisco, San Francisco, and it's the most expensive city in the world. And, and you have to be there. I, ha- I have no choice. I'm forced to be there. And so, can you apply to move? Or? I mean, you can ask, but it, it, you can you can apply, you can put in to move, but it's it's hard to go somewhere else unless you've got family and there's a lot of things. A reason, in place. yeah. So I mean, I can go to Utah if I wanted to, but I mean, I'm. And, but my here's the thing uh, my family which is my blood family my nieces and nephews aren't considered immediate family why because i, I guess because the fucking parole board i mean the parole is don't just it's crazy dude how do you have it's a my medi- sister's children and they're not considered how immediate do you family. get
2: immediate
0: family if you're away for 35 years yeah sisters
3: right. i mean i hope, you hope everybody survives still I and mean, you yeah. have, right you have to have sisters and brothers and your and your mother and father that's what's considered immediate family right So they're not even considered that so i
0: so you're living in San Francisco, which is right now maybe the most expensive it's place to insane, live in the United yeah, States, insane. right? It, it, my, it rents, my rent's
3: my rent's fifteen hundred dollars a month, just my rent alone. And like,
0: how big is your about, apartment? That, it's not about, about this size. It's wow,
3: not, it's not even
0: this big. He's talking about the conference room here in my law office, which, uh, you know, I don't
3: know what this is about twenty by fifteen, thirty by 15, by 15 yeah. It, the room, my room probably stops about right here. Right. So just a, a slightly bigger cell. Slightly bigger cell. It's, if it's nice, It's it's as big as this right here where I'm sitting from your wall where Sean's at over. Uh, yeah. And so, let me
1: ask you this, Brian.
3: It's got a shower. It's got everything. It's got a shower and, a shower and all that stuff in it.
1: As I got a couple questions. But and
3: I live alone, which is really nice. Dad! Get, when you
1: first moved in alone, did you get to get into that shower or that bath and take uh, like a yeah. fucking hour and a half? Did you take a bath?
3: No, I haven't taken... Because I, I, my, my shower... That I have now, I don't. I'm moving on the first to my next to my other my other apartment. So it's but you know, I just showered a shower in my other one. And so uh, yeah, you can, it's nice. You can take, you know, it's big and tight. It's nice. Did you,
0: you take, take a long shower? Were you like, you know what? I'm on a well, luxury day, right?
3: Well, well, yeah, but at, that <laughs> point, but at that point, I've already I've been out. I've already been out. You know, two and a half years. Right.
0: And what about that? Like, can you do a road trip? Like you got your car? Did you ever just say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take, well, a, I'm gonna
3: go"? <laughs> I actually have, and I went to jail for it no shit <laughs> i caught a violation about a year and a half ago for for my for going to see my girl because she ended up it, she ended up down there we, we had to find a safe place for her because this fucking piece of shit was trying to catch trying to get her right so we had uh, we took her i ended up taking her to a program down in, in uh in uh uh, uh Atwater. so i used to go down every week to see her uh-huh sometimes in the middle of the week right it's a hundred a little over 100 miles you're not supposed
0: there. to be over there
3: no not without permission 50 miles of my range Oh. And I did it. I kept going. They kept catching me and telling me, like they kept saying, "Listen, motherfucker, you keep this shit up. You stop doing that. We're gonna, you know." And they and I said, "I won't do it again." Bam! Same weekend, I'm back down there again. uh well, see, I that's you're a gentleman.
0: You're a gentleman, but at the same time, the feminine. <laughs>
3: yeah, the feminine. My nose got, is wide open. Believe that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I'm committed to her, so I'm not here. I'm not going to be chasing the girls here. I don't do that. Gotcha. So. I go down there and see her all the time. Right. So, wait, how long? So, then they've, they so they've they re- violate you? They violate me. put me in jail for six days. Uh, they take that, my car, put it in 10 pound. Did that wake you up? Were oh, you like, oh, fuck, what up. am I doing? Yeah, it absolutely woke me up. Because here I am sitting in, I don't know if you know about the county jail in San Francisco, but it's not a nice place, dude. It's a horrible mm-hmm. fucking place. So
0: far, all these jails, none of, no one's ever said to me they're a nice place. <laughs> no, <but> <laughs> <laughs> this is exceptionally bad. So, <laughs>
3: so, this, I'm Bryant. Does
1: parole... Did parole, have they been, the parole board, have they been of help to you? Do Uh, they help you, or do they hinder you?
3: Well, it depends on how you look at it. They, You know, they have a job. I mean, I understand what their position is. They have a job they have to do, and they have guidelines they have to follow. I mean, I get all that. Uh, Have they helped me? Uh, Let's say this. They haven't hindered me. They haven't gone out of the way to, to some, hurt me.
1: Did uh, they, they give you some clothing vouchers? So no, they never clothing, gave me. me they gave
2: me
3: f- $40 in Safeway cards twice. $40 they gave me dollars in and Safeway cards after 30, yeah, that's all they 35, ever gave 35 me. years in prison? <laughs> it's like, get out there, make it on your own, right? This is what you must do, and you got to maintain housing, you got to do this, you got to do that, and I've done all those things. So my question is this.
1: Is it a fallacy to believe that the parole board sets long-term offenders up, even short-term offenders up, for failure, when they send you out to parole, I mean they're put, they're sending you out to the most expensive city.
3: Well, I, I've in I've the said State. I used to think that you know that by the fact that you're making me stay here, you're 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 putting me in a city where I have to stay where it's the most expensive city in the world, which I mean your chances of failure are great. So and you won't let me go, you won't let me live outside San Francisco. I have a fifty mile range, like I can't even live out, but I can't live outside the county. I can go fifty miles, but I can't live fifty miles.
1: This is what I'm getting at, Brian. You spent 35 years in prison. you are obviously institutionalized. What type of help? What type of support does this the Department of Corrections offer to help you readjust not much society. Not much. What type of preparation was given to you prior to you leaving prison?
3: Nothing. Dude, nothing. What do you mean? I nothing. was in Nevada. So Nevada's way behind on the system as far as uh, I don't know what California offers. Because I wasn't here mm-hmm. but Nevada offers shit. nothing no, I, I, I just
1: I just find that amazing that there wouldn't be a pre parole uh, well, I know in California there's a pre release
3: I think right a There's a pre-release, but, but I don't know what even that consists of anymore. Okay. Nevada doesn't even have that
1: uh, 25, 30 years, 35 years in prison and you're going out, you came in at 23 25 you're leaving at 60. I would think that there would be some type of preparation to help somebody there should be. adjust.
3: You would think, yeah.
1: But then again, was there anything for you when you came in at 25 with a life sentence to adjust to accept that reality? No. Was there any type of counseling? Was no. there any type of hell? No. So you know the thing is,
0: is there is counseling
3: when you get out though. There, there is there is counseling for, for in, in the CDC offers you counseling uh, at the parole board. I mean, at the, at the parole office. So there is, you know, you can see a psychologist, psychiatrist. That that's a Have you met way. with any of those dudes? I did at the beginning, yeah. And w- were they pl- help?
0: Like, was it actually helpful or was it kind of just like, uh... It was well.
3: helpful in this respect. They just gave you someone to talk to. Right. Someone, if you needed to get something off your chest, she was there to listen. She was kind of nice. She was nice to look at.
0: Okay. All <laughs> so, right.
3: So that was about it
0: yeah because you know what you know i'm hearing what you're seeing steve and i'm like you know when like when brian went away there was no cell phones there was no internet there was no like smartphones where you could actually just dial in like oh i'm gonna put an address in here and it'll tell me how to get there right. all these different things i'd learn all shit on my own man all on my own. and then i got to imagine like also like what in terms of getting employment right you got to tell them like, look, I went away, you know, da 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 da. How, how hard, how hard are employers on? Like, what's it like trying to get a job?
3: Well, I, in San Francisco, it's very easy. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. There's, because first of all, in San Francisco, they, they can't they can't ask you if you've ever been arrested. Got it. They can't. They, that box is not on the ballot anymore. It was called oh. to remove. Them. They removed that a long time ago. Okay. So employers, they can respect. Like even when you go to a to fill out an application for to move into an apartment, they can't ask you if you've ever been arrested for a crime. Right. So. Those kind of things, but it, they can ask if you were convicted in the last ten years. Got it. I wasn't convicted in crime in the last ten years, so I say no. Damn! All right, so good. I've I've never had a problem at all with an employer. I've had job. I've never I've had a job since I was able to work. Awesome. Which was six months in, I was able to work, and I've been working ever since. Right. I went and two what, jobs. I do I do a lot of things. What kind of jobs do you take? Well, when I, my first job was uh was was a company called Managed by Q, and they're a, they're they're a company based in New York, and they they clean office buildings they do catering they do a myriad of things they do so i had three buildings i took care of three big office buildings i took care of which is a which is a, you know it was decent you know and then eventually i went from there i was cooking uh, i was, what uh, did I you, was a prep what cook prep cook what uh, like what kind of food uh, it depends i worked for i worked for a few great good places but uh
0: like were you prepping like uh steaks were you prepping salads what were you prepping
3: yeah a lot of stuff like that just chopping delis and we had a deli line i sometimes prep for that were you making yourself crazy sandwiches and eating? oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i still never ate a steak until that's recently. so crazy <laughs> is that crazy dude yeah and then he took me a steak the other night that was my second steak yeah which yeah. was, was amazing yeah but uh yeah it's been employment's been really easy if you if you're not working in san francisco there's something wrong with you you don't want to work damn that's you heard in here that. first yeah, you don't want to work
0: Dude, I we you know what we, I I got related to somebody who will remain nameless right about now, but I should bring <laughs> him to see you and be like, listen, if you don't want to, if you can't find work, it's
3: because you don't want to. he in San Francisco. He's bullshitting then. Listen, straight up, <laughs> he don't want to work. So, listen, and here's the thing, you know, San Francisco is a sanctuary city. Right. They yeah. they, they they practice uh, harm reduction. It, it's, it's that simple. That city embraces you. Nice. It's been my experience. Nice. So
0: let me ask you this. Okay. So, so, so how about this? Cause I would imagine like I'm imagining you did what you had to do, right? You did whatever you had to do and you did it and you eventually against the odds walked out, right? And you had to keep your mind together up to a point, right? To make it through all that. So you can come out, get a job, get a girl, get a car, almost go back. But then, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you do all that.
3: And I'm then, on my second car now. So.
0: Nice. And so then, what about like? Do you encounter people who haven't really even been challenged
3: yet in life, and yet they find life almost impossible to do? Oh yeah, there's, there's people like that everywhere. I, I run, you run into people like that all the time. Don't want to work. I Does mean, it I, drive you crazy? Let me tell you what I do for a living. I work for a company called Right 360, which is Wallenhouse, which is the program I graduated from. Got it. I went through that program. They hired me. Uh, that company's been really good to me. I, they, they're not perfect by any means. Right. But uh, I, work for, I work as a uh, patient safety navigator, which is a, a PSN, which I also work in the outreach department. Right. So I, I go out in the community, and I, and I work with the homeless and, and the drug addicted and trying to get them off the streets and change their lives. Wow. So And I run into a lot of people like that out there that just don't want to fucking do anything but have their hand out. So I have to, you know, it's hard to, you have to deal with people that think they're entitled and you have to put all that to your side and, and uh, you know, and understand they're in the throes of addiction and they're having they're myri- lots of problems they're having and you just do every, what you can to help them.
0: Do you ever just break off
3: your story and be like, listen,
0: I've heard you complain <laughs> no. about this fucking bullshit for like t- three months now. Let me tell you
3: what's really going on. Well, here's what I get. I've, I've got people coming in that I went through program with. Yeah. They're, back on, they're like, I call them like professional programmers. Right. Because that's all they do. Right. Program, program, program. I mean, come on, get a fucking grip, dude. This is what you want to do. I mean, you see what, what living in the right does. Right. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to live like this? Right. Some people don't get it. They just and, and and nobody really knows what the answer is
0: for that. They just some people just, they just don't. don't want to stop using. The addiction. They don't want to stop using. Let me ask you a different question. Do you have any success stories that you've worked with and like you could say to yourself, you know, I had this fucking I had a, a this ter. I had this challenge. I went through it,
3: but you know what? I made a difference, positive in someone's life. Well, I gotta tell you, that's just funny you said that because just the other day, I'm sitting in the in the uh, 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 in the lounge, not our lounge, but our reception area, and it's it's getting late in the day, and this these these guys come out, and this guy stops. He goes, "Dude, I, I want to tell you something. Every time I tell my story to people, it's I tell my story about you because of what you did for me." He starts telling me how he he was from. Another city. and He came here and he couldn't get in, and I, I was the only one there. Yeah, because I worked a late shift there, and he told and he said that I offered him, I I gave him what he needed, to, and he stayed. I, I talked him into staying, and he st- I got him a bed for the night in the Silvering center. And he said, if I wouldn't have got that bed for him, he would have. He was you know he was going to call his dad and leave. He wasn't. Gonna, he was going to say fuck it and leave. And he said I tell that story every time I speak somewhere because. He said, "Because I made a difference in his life,
0: like a positive difference.
3: Absolutely. How does it feel to be able to at least get that kind of feedback? It was it was amazing. And there was there were several people in the and in 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 at the time that heard the whole story, listened to him, and they were like blown away. Because I didn't know they made that, that kind of changes. I didn't know I made that kind of influence. I had that kind of positive impact on him.
1: You had that. Yeah, that's that type of impact on my life.
3: How so? I was up there. How so? Yeah, just
1: yeah he went through the program. I went through the program, but I, I." Uh, I, there was definitely times in San Francisco where uh, it was difficult, man. I didn't have any family or friends up there, and uh, Brian, man, was uh, was man. He saved me a number of times. He was the the dude that I, was in my corner, you know. Like uh, how so? Like what does Brian do for you? Like
0: like what you just described is isolation.
1: You isolation, were, absolutely. The and then Brian steps in, it. and uh, I'd call Brian, man. He'd come over. And, Pick me up. He'd hear me out. he just, you know, he showed up. He was consistent, man. He was always there and really showed up as a friend for me and helped me help me deal with hard times, a lot of loneliness and uh, being away from everything and just down on what my life might have looked like a couple of years back uh, when I was struggling, bro. He was. Dude. I tell him that all the time. Yeah, man. he does. Like, I he never turn me. my back on it dude, when he, other people he, he, did. He helped he, he really stuck helped me, yeah. He really helped me through dude, some hard times, bro. Dude,
0: so Brian helped you with some hard times, and now here he is yeah. on hard luck. <laughs> yeah, hard uh, luck. On bro. your oh, yeah. show. Holy <laughs> the
1: odds, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and I gotta say, you know Dude, when Brian... you say
0: that, I watched Brian's eyes tear up. There's uh, a lot of emotion. Yeah. I love this guy. Brian, <laughs>
1: Brian is the type of guy that allergies. you're allergic to feelings (laughs) exactly what it is here's here's (laughs) something that I've here's something that I've I don't know maybe I had it prior to prison maybe maybe I learned it in prison and Brian's real familiar with this is that when you're in prison all right especially on level four yards three yards all you have in prison you don't have a car to pull up in You don't have a car to drive away in. You don't have some apartment you can go hide in. You don't have a bunch of clothes you can put on and hide behind. You don't have a gun you can go get. All you have is your fucking word. Your word and your actions is everything is riding on your word. That's all you have. And if you're a liar, if you're full of shit, if you're a fake... It's going to come out because you can only act for so long. And I've seen the best actors act, man, and I've seen it fall out the bottom. And it does every single time. 100% of the time, nobody can act it all the way through. You live with people for a certain amount of time. Am I lying? The truth is going to come out, man, because nobody can keep on acting and acting and acting.
0: Wait, hold on. What is it? Okay, like you had the best actors that you've seen. Do you have an actual example in your mind? You don't have to say who, but you're like, this person, he came in, he was mad dot or whatever, and then 8 years in, he finally cracked. And you could see he was full of shit, he was talking whatever. It was do you have somebody that you know of like in your mind? Uh, lots of
2: them.
1: I've seen yeah, lots, lots of them. Uh, lots of them, bro. Come in one way and it doesn't take 8 years. What, how <laughs> we, call so, it,
3: we call it going out backwards? Because <laughs> that's what they do They go out backwards They, they come in They put on a facade and Then eventually they get found out And then out the, the backwards they go
0: So what is it that usually Is the compelling Because Steve's writing a play right now Right Steve's working on a play It's very What is the thing okay, that
1: because, Okay I'll tell you what the, it is. And this does directly in Everybody one of the, comes in A certain way Okay And you slowly start to see That person that came in Slowly start to change. What is it into that they, something else? Right? Yeah. What how do they come in and like just talking big come shit? Come in. Or? No, come in like almost regimented, legit. Say something, do it. Have their program, follow it. And stay consistent. And they're consistent and consistent. And every day they're still consistent. And a year down the line, they're still consistent. And another year. Down the line and that doesn't happen. Most people. They just change it all up sooner or later. They're not who they were when they they're not who they claim to be or they or it was just an act that falls apart. Okay, so 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 am I I making any kind of sense right now? Dude, you make total sense. What
0: I'm hearing, though, what I'm hearing. What are you talking about? (laughs) What I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, is that what you're saying is, is like it might even be like they're scared. Right. And they realize they fucked up or they realize, like, okay, I got to do this serious. Right. So they come in and they're like, all right, I'm going to be about about it. I'm going to fucking have my shit later. But and then there's a point in time where they become comfortable and or they're no longer got that drive, that whatever it was, that boot in the back. And that's when their true self really starts to come out because they, they they were only doing that on account of just whatever that initial energy is when you come into a place like that.
1: Right, exactly. So, so I might have gotten a little bit sidetracked there by making that statement and bringing that out. But what I'm getting back to is that it's all about your, like all you don't have anything to hide behind in there. Like you're as good as what your word is and you say you're going to do in there. And that's how everybody's judged. You can't outdo somebody. You're either solid and you do what you say and you're that guy dead there or you're not. And Brian, uh, I'm constantly getting my heart broken because people tell me something and then they don't do it. Or they just don't give shit out here. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm used to like, I, I, there's, a, there's an aspect of prison, there's an aspect of good motherfuckers in prison that when they tell you they're going to do something, it don't matter if it kills them. They're going to get it done, man, because they gave you their word, man. That's just the way you get done. You don't spit out the side of your neck and say you're going to do some shit and then just, just forget about it, man. That's some bullshit. Right. And I want to say is that Brian was really, really like that, bro. And and I try and be like that. Like, he's just really like that. When that guy was like, dude, I'll come through at this time or I'm going to get that for you or I'll try and get a hold of that. Or, And he would just do it, dude. Every single time, he wouldn't drop the ball. And I try to be the same way with Brian, with what I say I'm going to do. I try to come through and, like, told you I was going to have that on this day, that, 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 and there it is. Right. And that's kind of the relationship we have, and he's always upheld that. And it's something that he brought, and he brought it from being in prison for a long time. And that's what he expects, and that's something that I've grown to expect and I respect. And he's just that guy, because I've seen people not be like that with Brian. Right. And he'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? And I'm like, I'm sorry to break the news to you, Brian. That the world don't operate like that. Hey, um, hold on, most it. motherfuckers are just full of shit. And uh, I It's would like watch a high it. point
0: right now, I would say. People who say they're going to do something and not follow through. I feel like it's at a high point right now. It
1: happens all the time, all bro. Day. And I'd see this guy like be like, "What the fuck kind of shit is this?" <laughs> but I realized that he was getting out of doing a lot of time in prison. Where when you say you're going to do something, you better fucking do it. Well,
0: it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm thinking about the co defendant, right? Because like he wasn't the sure. only one that was
1: there. Well, me and absolutely, but me and Brian have. Different type of things going on between us from here to San Francisco. Okay, And I can count on certain things happening from San Francisco on this guy. It's just like he can you get what I'm saying, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. And he can count on me. And there's different things that usually get fucked up and you're like, what the fuck? But it doesn't with this dude. I can count on this dude. I can rely on him. I've been able to rely on this dude, bro, and he's just a man of his word. Listen, of course this is the case.
0: I mean, you're talking about a guy who did 35 years, walked right up to In-N-Out, had he, could order, <laughs> and he and got the number just two. Just a cheeseburger. <laughs> he, got, he, got, yeah. he didn't go crazy. Right. He didn't, he didn't push himself on a vulnerable woman, even though he'd been 35 years, da-da-da-da-da. So this is the kind of individual. I, I like he
3: wait a little longer been 35. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> right? So, of course, he's a man of his word. He's a mensch. He's a mensch Zaya mensch <laughs> Whatever that means. And that's that's a Yiddish for he's a guy. Good, right? He's a real yeah. guy, right? He's 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 a he's a, he's one of, he's a wise guy. Now listen, but the question is: is there was a co, there were co defendants? He oh, wasn't yeah. the only Let's one involved. This. Yeah, and now now that you brought it up, yeah. So so this is the kind of guy Brian is. So. This co defendant who shall remain nameless at this for time. For now. For now, right? We, the lawyers checked it over. We can't say who exactly it is yet. Okay. Shit. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, <laughs> listen, we've got a team of lawyers out there. Fucking. They're young. I'm and not hungry. going
3: away, Robert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: so, the, this co defendant,
3: right? How much time did he do? None. Zero. Well, he was in custody for a minute. I'm, I don't, he didn't stay the night. I know that. He was gone uh, before the night was over. Whose guns were they? His. Who gave you the guns? He did. Who t- jumped over oh, to... Oh, f- let me tell you this part. He did. The part that he got on the stand when he decided to testify against me, which he didn't have to do. He didn't have to do this.
1: Oh, my he's God. Te- oh,
3: I didn't tell you. he's testified, He got on the stand and testified against me, and his entire testimony was a lie. Get the fuck out a of lie. here. A lie. Why? What was the I lie about? nothing to lie about. I, I did what I did. Right. He got on the stand and said that... Last time he saw me, I was in his back room. I was in the back room washing up. I must have went in his office right there because his gun, that thirty-eight, was. He didn't talk about where the forty-five must have came from, but that thirty-eight, which was the murder weapon, he said was in his. Last time he saw it was in his his desk drawer in his office.
1: Ooh. Oh, he don't claim to giving it to you. No, oh, he said he
3: has says he had. Not, he distanced himself as far from that gun as he could get, which I understand. I can I get it. Yeah, but I, I mean, you're, you know, you're a coward, and you did what you did, and you don't want to take responsibility for did what you Did Did you stand
0: up on the stand and say, "Listen, I know I'm a bad man. I did what I did, but let me tell you something. It's I a I didn't lot.
3: bring the gun there. I take responsibility for what I did. I shot the, I killed the individual. I killed. I didn't bring that gun there. Did you testify and say that Robert handed me the gun? Did you point out Robert and say he handed no, me? No, he the wasn't in the. He wasn't in the uh, in, in the courtroom. But I told him I didn't bring the gun there. But you didn't say.
0: Uh, it was handed to me by this guy, and he's no, lying about his testimony. No, no, I didn't. You see that? You could have. I could have. Could probably thought but about it. But that would have made me a rat. And
1: you weren't going to do that. Unbelievable. So let me ask you a question. You got to be real, real careful about the questions you answer, the things you say in a court of law when you're going to prison. Yeah you could be real clear on what you're saying what you're not because that's going to be on your transcript. Even
3: though he testified against me, doesn't give me the right, right to testify to against him.
1: So by him saying, I didn't bring the gun there, that's just not...
2: That's a denial. That's, that's a, a, denial.
1: a denial. That's just denial. That's not putting on... That's very different than you saying, hey, and then somebody's name coming
3: out of your mouth. That, right. That's going on that paperwork. That would have got, got me killed. There you right. go. Right. you can't even go- though it was he did what he did, we can right. say it now. Right. Right. He know, he knows what he did and there's eventually <laughs> he's gonna have to accept responsibility for it. I'm gonna make sure of it. Because I'm gonna tell you this about him right now. He's living he's living an incredible life. What do you mean? He's extremely wealthy. Oh, he's in what connected. kind of business successful in business. He's in what, business. What kind of business?
1: Guy's a jeweler. Yeah,
3: he's a, he's in a jewelry business. has been for a long time. A diamond. He's connected with some really diamonds. really influential people. Super celebrities. He told celebrities. me behind yeah. the
0: scenes and you wouldn't believe who he's connected with yeah. through diamonds. And here's diamonds. the thing here's the
3: thing that really pisses me off about this whole thing. He has hid behind he, all they talk about, all the thing I read is all the, he's a philanthropist. He's done this. He's, he's done, he's worked. It's all about charity. Mr. And charity. It, it's fake, dude. I'm telling you, it's not who you think, the people think he is.
0: So let me ask you a question. When Mr. Uh, Diamond Greaseball Charity, right, let's just say it what it is. When Mr. Diamond Greaseball Charity uh, very uh, happily helped the police to put you away, And you didn't turn around and say, listen, this guy, this, this guy, that. Right. And he didn't spend more than a day at most in protective custody. And he went out and he got himself diamonds and celebrities and ingratiated himself with the wealthy people in the world. He must have. Please, and I don't want you to break my heart right now, Brian. <laughs> he must have sent you thank you cards and sent
1: you money. And, and make took... sure you didn't struggle one day in prison.
3: Absolutely. Right? That's the least he could have done. What did he do? No, no, he didn't do none of that. He there was a time when I was when I was fighting my case and I had and I was trying to and we were trying to get him to come forward and do the right thing, he wouldn't even do that. <sighs> and he has nothing to lose at this point. There's no one's gonna. Nothing can happen to him, and he still let me. He still let me just hang in prison. He sent me a thousand dollars once. He sent me a little money. This was over 35 years. He sent me shit. You know, he might have sent me a dollar for every day I was in prison. And I'm not being. I'm not exaggerating. And why he lived the high life out there. You know, he, let me, he Let me struggle and fucking in prison. Even though I did what I did. I did the murder. I'm not. I, I take full responsibility for for ruining all those lives but he brought that fucking gun there. But he had a part to play. Absolutely did. He brought that gun there. And that, if he had not brought that gun there, this would never have happened. I didn't go get that gun out of his room. He's lying through his fucking teeth, and now he's living behind a bunch of celebrities with a bunch of money and talking about how great he is. Not, not one time in none of that portfolio of his that I read did they talk about him being involved in a murder. Not once. No, they, they left that detail off. Not one time has he brought that up and tried to ask for you know, I, I, and forgiveness for what he did. Not one time, dude. And someday he's going to have to answer that. I mean, I want to make sure of it. I mean, so, so I don't mean, I don't mean no harm, right? I mean, so he's going to have to. That's going to come out.
0: It, it, so when, you, when you say it's going to come out, like what's in the works? What's in the works? What have you got that you're thinking about, like in terms of the works? Like, what is the idea here?
3: Well, I, I want him to take responsibility for what he did. I want him to say he did what he did. Listen, that this is you brought them. Those weapons were registered in his name. He, his fingerprints were on them. His friends testified that he tried to get rid of the guns after the fact. Right, and he won't take responsibility for none of that. And he wouldn't have, and he didn't, and
0: he didn't even uh, come and say, "Hey, Brian, you were a solid guy. He stood up, and I know there's a little bit of
3: unfairness here. I'm gonna take care of yeah. you. I'm sorry for what I did, dude. Here, not once. He doesn't right. have it in him. Right. He just stands behind all the charities he's involved in. It's fake, dude. right? And I'm glad he's helping kids and all that. You know, you should be helping them, right? But it's not for the reasons people think it is. Right, it's smoking mirrors. Smoking mirrors. Yeah, sure it is.
1: And if you would have acted the way he acted, he wouldn't be leading the light, the great life. No, anymore.
3: if I would have been a piece of shit and got there and fl- and point yeah. and and burned the his finger? ass, he he'd have had to spend some time in prison. Too. Yeah, both of you guys would have yeah. had to eat that murder. Right. Yeah. He right, he was he was a he was a he was a, a, a conspiracy. It, it, right.
0: it, it might have lessened your time a little bit, or you might have at uh, least looked like you. And were he co- might
1: not have gotten the same amount of time of him. Right, but it would have changed the directory, the of his life, and that guy would have had to do some time. Right. Bottom line, but and he should have, right,
3: right. You he bring should, a gun, he should have done some time. He brought gun. a weapon there, and he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. He brought that gun there. That's I, never, an accessory I, never, I never brought anywhere that gun else. there, That's dude. That's
1: an accessory, bro. Are you Listen, kidding me? Listen,
3: if I bring my gun, my
0: gun registered in my name, and I hand it to somebody who's on drugs, right, and it's late night, and there's fights going on, and that gun and goes then, off, and off and
3: then you climb the fence. I have responsibility at you,
0: some point, right? Absolutely. Then
3: you climb the fence and g- g- gain entry, and then let us in. Oh, for oh, sure. Bro. Come on. Come on, man. Come returning on.
2: to the scene of a fight?
3: Yes. Yeah. And this let me let me say this, we were there to pick up an ounce of cocaine that he purchased earlier,
1: right from his dealer,
3: Mr. Charity Here, Diamond. Dude, can why 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 entertain guests? Can you guys go you and Greg go pick up this ounce of cocaine for me? Sure, sure we will go over there. We'll go to Dude's house and pick it up for you. No problem. That's fine. He did the beat. I didn't did the beat. Cry about it? No,
1: he just did it. But, right, but look out. Right, do the right
0: thing. Okay, well now listen. We're not, so we're past that time now, right? Right. You did the time and we're past that time. Now you got a story to tell. Now you got a story to and I'm tell. I'm gonna tell it. And you should. I'm going to. I think there's so much to learn from what you've been through in the sense of like and, and tell the truth and be like, I'm, listen, this is what happened. I've always told the truth. You see that?
1: You see that? You, you see, see that? that?
0: You see that?
1: You see that? <laughs>
0: you see that?
3: And I'm not going to change. I told I listen, I killed a man for, he didn't deserve what I, he didn't deserve to die. He, he right. didn't, you know, he, he whatever it is he did or didn't do it. It, it was at my hand and I'm, I, you know, I'm haunted by it. And you've never made you've never you've never once ever, at least
1: with me, Brian, you've never, ever tried to. lessen or get behind or, you know, he owned up to it. He yeah, on, always been, owned up yeah. to always, you know, and I know was, that he's also fought with. Coming to terms with being out, you know, and and, and accepting and embracing his freedom after what right happened, You did you know? say something
3: where you were like, I don't know if I deserve to be out. I don't I've had an issue with it since I've been out I don't you know. Am I glad to be out? Absolutely. I'm blessed, but I mean it, <laughs> At the same time, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on now with a family I don't, you know they, this happens crime happened here in Los Angeles and here I am but, so they've done the when I got my pass They've looked to see if there's any victims, and there's none. You had to get a pass to come down yeah, here. I have to have a pass to come down here, right? And they check to make sure you have no victims in the area. And so apparently that family's not in this area anymore. I don't know what happened to them. I wish I did, you know. I and and I, I've never, I've never tried to lessen what I did, you know. And I did what I did, And I, and I <laughs> excuse me. And because of me, there's a, you know, there's two two kids that were raised without a father. You know, every holiday there's an empty seat, and it's all my fault. But somebody else was involved in this, right? And they're not taking responsibility. They're, you know, they're out there behind behind charity, and all the celebrities I'm sure don't know what this dude did, right? And I just want you to, I just want you to stand up and say I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. Is that asking too much? No, I don't think so.
0: There's just some people in this world that. No matter what it is, their mo, their main mission in life is just to never take
3: responsibility. Yeah, he's a fake, dude. Dude's it, a fake. That's all there is to it.
1: Well, listen, man. I, I mean, this is uh, uh. so. You know, listen. I I, I don't want to get too off track with that guy because this is about. For this show is primarily, and this is really about Brian and and your, tr- you know, you. You know, getting through this, man, and, uh, and taking your lumps, man, and owning what you did, and, uh, you know, and, and at the same time, you know, you've had to trudge a road, man, and you've had to. And he did uh, it. Yeah, and you have. You, you, have the, you, you made your bed, you laid it, and here you are today, man, and you paid your price as society. And he's, and he's, and in, in going forward,
0: he has um, made a positive impact in some other dudes' lives. Listen, Absolutely, I, I do what man. I do
3: because, uh, you know, I, I've been offered some some good jobs in San Francisco. I've turned down So I because i I mean I can't I can make amends for what I did but I can try to do something, you know And that's what I do I, if I can change people's lives I can help then that's why I, that's why I work in outreach department And you do and you do man, and I
1: think that you know so many times lives are Thrown away ruined uh, after something like this. There is nothing good coming out of it You know a lot of times and you know what man? We've gotten to thank God, see this through, get to hear your story, and at the end of this thing, it's really the beginning of another chapter, and uh, it's a yeah. chapter of uh, of uh, a solution. You know, it's a chapter of hope, um, and that's what you bring to the table. And I think that's because you've persevered through this whole thing, and kept your head on, that you're able to at this point in time after all that. Still put your hand out. Still walk around um, with, uh, you know, you made a mistake, man. And today, uh, you don't hide from it. You own it. And today, you put your hand out, and you're part of a solution. And I think, uh, I just think it's a pleasure knowing you, bro. I, I feel honored to know you, and know your your struggles, and to know what you've gone through, and that you're here today, and that you help people, and that. Uh, you're not a resentful guy no, after all of this that's happened, right? That you still come with a fucking smile and a good attitude, and that speaks about the type of guy you are. And those are the same pieces that got you through a 35 year sentence, because because I, I don't know a lot of people that can make it through that man, right? And still be. Holding it together, putting their hand out and moving forward and
0: turning down, you know, maybe a different like, you know, exciting job, whatever, whatever, materialistic,
1: whatever, so that he could put his hand out and help people. Yeah, right. Bro. And uh, I just commend you, bro. I commend you for the man you've been. Right. the man you are today. Right. And uh, I think all that shines through you're- whether you went through prison, whether you're out whether. I think what shines through the most is your character as a human being and a man, and that's the person that I uh, grow. I've grown to know, respect, and uh, and care about, man. And just I'm glad you're here, bro. I'm glad you're here and glad you made it through all that. <laughs> well, thank you, bro. I can't I, I can't tell you how much that means. I, I really appreciate it. And you have my full support, bro. Moving forward on anything, anywhere, absolutely. Can, well, any way that we can help and be supportive of to you, Brian we got your back i've got your back brother man
0: and you know what i love this guy i've only met him just this just 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 now right just today and uh i love this guy i love how in touch he is i don't know how many people who could do what brian did and still be in touch with his emotions yeah brother right i mean dude part of surviving some things is disassociating cutting that shit out and just turning into a machine and you didn't do that, yeah, you're yeah. in touch with your emotions, and to me that speaks volumes about personal courage and fortitude.
1: You got a lot of work still to do, Brian. A There's lot. still hey, a lot of this. Yeah, story listen, to go, we brother. ain't <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> hey, this ain't this ain't the finish line. Not even close. Not right. even close, <laughs> right? You've uh, got a lot listen, going don't on. mistake what we're saying, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Your new nickname is cheeseburger, because you only ordered a single cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. gentlemen cheeseburger. I meant to say three, but
3: I
2: don't know. Well, right,
3: Brad, guys. I appreciate everything you guys are, what you guys are saying. That's amazing. That means a lot to me. I, it's not why I did this.
2: We're <laughs> gonna
1: have you back on the show for sure. Yeah, I'd bro. love to. Be we want to keep. Bro. We want to. We want to keep up with you and find out what's going on because I know there's there's some things that are that are going dude, on. Dude, we we, we might life. have
0: to like do a section of the show a uh, gentleman boot camp. Yeah. And yeah. what's going to be, you right? You act like
1: a man. We're going to bring <laughs> Brian in
0: yeah. and put some guys through their paces and be like, listen, what are you doing? Like, hold on a second. Let's check with Sergeant Cheeseburger. Hey. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Sergeant <laughs> Cheeseburger. Right? Like,
1: is this... Uh, is this a, You guys want to talk about how hard they got it? <laughs> oh, and then we bring Brian oh, in. Oh, well, dude, that's... That's your excuse.
0: That's your show. <laughs> that, yeah, dude, do yep, yep, Let's do yep, it. Let's yep, we'll do it. Let's bring in a hard hard luck story. Yeah, right? Hard knocks, hard luck. Yeah. That guy comes in and so we're like, listen, enough. we want you to tell us exactly how bad it is, yeah, and we man, got a solution man, what you're for up you. Yeah, what tell you us, tell through. us. Yeah. You, you had back spasms and you fell on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you I can't get was talking up. You must be about somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got back spasms and you can't make a schedule, and you fell like. down on the ground because you feel like you need to be hypnotized to figure out <laughs> yeah. what to do. And Daddy and, and Daddy, uh, and daddy
1: was tucking in your shirt a little yeah, bit too long. Listen, and
2: then
0: Brian walks in the room. Yeah, yeah, and we'll go. Listen we're going to solve we've got a miracle solution for you <laughs> right this is this is going to solve all your problems um, right and we're going to say and okay the mystery Coach is coming through that door uh, right, right now. Walk we'll at a smoke machine. We'll get the whole right, bucket. Right, of- right, right, Matt, right. Are, you, are you ready? Are you ready to meet who is going to help you through this? Yes. Right? He's been listening to your hard luck story outside. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right? Yeah, yeah. And then
1: just have Brian come, come in, in reveal yeah, it, and be like, bold. let <laughs> me
0: tell you what's really going on.
1: Brian drives a brand new car. He lives. He's got way. a job. He's, He's turning down jobs. Job. Yeah. He yeah.
0: says if you ain't working and you just yeah. don't want to yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And, he kept his mouth shut. catch up after 35 years. He God got is, a right? girl on blank blank blank. Yeah, dog. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make everybody look retarded. Right? No, I love it, Brian. You make everybody look I bad,
2: bro. You just clown I people. I love that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Gentlemen boot camp. Get ready. Gentlemen boot camp. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's do it. All right. (laughs) All right, (laughs) right, brother. Thanks for coming. coming All right. Thanks, bro.